and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Ethan. Hey, what's up? I'm eating a popsicle. It's delicious. Oh, great. Uh, Ricardo. I took a sip of beer, and I felt like I had to burp, but then I didn't have to burp, so. Yeah, and here's what our bodies are doing, Andy. Welcome <laughs> to the Pixel Podcast. Good, good to update on that. Mm. You know what? I'm, it's hot. Meanwhile, meanwhile. It's hot as hell. Mm. It's summer. And you know mm. what? I found out I don't like summer. It sucks. Mm. Mm. What I'm, are you doing? I'm, I'm munching on a on a fresh chicken dinner. Is what I'm oh, munching on. You, you, you didn't waste any time to get into that. No, one. I've got to talk about this because it just happened this afternoon. I uh, I beat I, I got first place in battlegrounds. I oh, smelled that chicken dinner. I smelled it. chicken is delicious, you guys. I I shouted out loud when I when I did it. There's oh, no I one imagine. else here. No one was watching. I wasn't streaming it, of course. But I was just like yes. <laughs> uh, it was like, and and the thing that makes it so funny too is that it was like the craziest match ever. It wasn't like I found a good gun and I hid in a room and then everybody else died or I they walked in and I shot them. It was like it, everything went crazy from the beginning. I dropped into the middle of like a busy town, so just like f it, let's do this. And then didn't find any guns for like the first like four houses I walked in through. Had like I had like I, I had a helmet and a police vest, but then just a uh, then just like I had like a sickle or something like some sort of melee weapon. That was all I had, and then um, eventually found like a pistol and like a like an Uzi style gun, and like I gotta get out of the town now because the circle's gonna start closing soon. And chased down a dude. Uh, he turned around, and started shooting me. I hit behind a car. And it looked like I ran away, and he tried to chase me, and I was still hiding behind the car, and so I just shot him right when he nice. came in the corner. And I got a bunch of, and I got all his good weapons. <laughs> and then from there, when it just kept going uphill, so, and then I ran up a mountain, killed like four or five people on top of this mountain, who all had the same idea as me. Wait, what? But like, in how? Like in just this massive firefight, you had to gun up, or? gun down all these uh, people. Okay, so I mean, if I, I can go play by play. Uh, I was so like the the circle was. The circle started John closing Madden. on the other side of the map, and I and I saw that there was a big hill, and I'm like, big hills are good. I'm gonna go on top of that, even though it's not the most optimum route or whatever. Um, and I, as I, so I, but I, but I figured that this would be the case that people would be doing this, and that this mountain would be like, uh, you know, a, a, a good spot to go. And uh-huh. sure, sure enough, there was at least one other person. Also up there, it just I got lucky in that a lot of these people happened to show up one at a time, very very neatly for me. Okay. Um, so I was running along. There was a guy in front of me, and I uh, he like I shot at him, missed a little bit. He turned around, uh, and then I ran behind a rock, and again he followed me. I killed him. Uh, I as I was at, literally as I was in tab, like on I was prone on the ground. The good thing is I was prone. That was the like every time I was looting somebody, I was prone, and it was so smart because yeah, it helps as I, as I was tab looting him right past me, like three feet away. I don't know how this guy missed me, but I was like, I wasn't really behind a rock, but like know, next like, to one. Like think about how many times you see people in that game prone. Not very often, not unless very they're often. like on a certain like angle. Like you're yeah. just gonna see nothing. You're just gonna see a bunch of grass. Yeah. Well, it was this. So this is like on like a. This is, there's actually like a mountain on the map. Like it was rocky. There was no. And I and the, I found out in this during this game that the Twitch Prime shirt and Twitch Prime balaclava are actually pretty good because they're dark colored. Uh-huh. So they they blend into rocks. Like you know, it's not like camouflage or anything like that. But they blend into rocks and and dark shadows. 
decently, you know, just enough I feel to give like you a that slight the, hint of advantage. It's I just feel like, like that's minus. the definition of camouflage. Yeah, actually. I guess so, right? But, I mean, it's only camouflage against dark rocks. It's not, like, green or anything like that, so... Well, um, this isn't Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, man. Yeah, you you, you know, your options are limited here. My visibility was pretty... My, my percentage was pretty high on this one, so this guy ran right past me, and... Uh, I like kind of panicked and uh, hit, get out a tab and and just managed to shoot him as he was running past. Uh-huh. Um, and so then I'm like, okay, cool, I'm gonna loot him now. Uh, as Damn. I was, so then I, so now I have this one. I've got like a lot of good stuff and I got a lot of healing items and 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 that kind of thing. And um, I've got like full attachments for my UMP. I've got the only thing that was bad is I had an AKM, you know, with a with a good scope on it and all that stuff, but I had like no ammo for it. Oh, and everybody so it's Everybody I'd loot, I had like one round of ammo for it, and then I looted one person who gave me like 16 rounds more, and nobody else had like dropped any. No one else I'd shot so far had dropped any. So now I'm, I'm, I'm creeping up the side of this mountain. I'm in the circle now, but it's starting to get, I'm on the, I'm starting to be on the edge of it pretty soon. And I know this is like, I can hear shots ringing out of people on top of this mountain who have sniper rifles, like shooting down, which is oh exactly, which is exactly why I decided to do this, but I'm behind them coming from the outside of the circle in. So I keep seeing people with their backs to me and I shot one dude who ran away behind a rock. And then what happened was as I, then I got down cause I'm like, okay, well he's, he, he might not, he, he might have saw me. He might not have saw me, but I'm gonna get behind this rock so he didn't know exactly where I was shooting him from. And then as I did that, another guy ran up from a different position, and the guy that I shot at ran around the rock, and they both shot each other. And then I just popped up and shot the, both of them. <laughs> and oh uh, and then I rolled up at the very end of the mountain. There was one more guy sniping, killed him. Um, there was another guy coming up behind me, and uh, I. As so then at this point, the circle was getting outside the mountain altogether, so I had to get off it. Uh, as I was rolling down the mountain, behind me, this guy started shooting me. He was hitting me a lot. I got behind a tree. I was trying to shoot back at him, but he was he, he, had, he had a beat on me perfectly. Did you, you think he, it was all over at this I point? Was, I was pretty close to being like, damn it, this is bad. Like I, I'm far away from him, but he's got like a decent enough gun where he's be able to get shots in. And even though like he's standing straight upright he was doing the worst possible thing he could have done like he was standing straight upright on top of a rock very visible against the skyline uh-huh and but i couldn't because i had to lean around the tree to shoot him and he was already staring right at the tree so it was very easy for him to just like start shooting as soon as i peeked out so i drew just like three smoke grenades down where i was and just started like like running around in the smoke kind of like out of his line of sight running f- further running further away from the mountain and running between uh-huh. trees and then, so then he decided that he needed to come down because the blue wall was coming. So he decided to come down and approach me from the side. And this is where it got really hairy because I started shooting at him and I missed. And there's trees in the way, and he was shooting at me. And I lost all the ammo from my gun, so I I, I was out at this point. So I have my, oh my UMP, gosh. which is like a crappy gun, relatively speaking. And he's running around the tree trying to hit me. I'm running around the same – like so it's like a this circle <laughs> game around this tree, and he just wasn't as good at it. I just managed to juke him, get behind him, and shoot him, and – I had the I had the better I had the better shots on him I guess or something like um I I had managed to I think I'd managed to like throw up uh, like a painkiller or a soda drink or something like that uh when soda he was while, while he was walking down and I was in the smoke I threw I I healed up during that time and so then but this point because I distracted my I I looted him really quickly but then as I was doing that I realized that oh shoot like the blue wall is like coming and like it's getting really it's this is uh-huh. getting really tight now we're like down to twenty people. And oh wow, I, so there's still twenty people. <laughs> yeah, it was like it, the, the the circle was still not like 
it was still not small enough where like everyone could see each other in one circle, but it was uh-huh. getting close. And I basically was sprinting and I could hear shots in the distance of like where I was sprinting directly towards a bunch of shooting basically. And I'm like, Oh, this is bad. <laughs> this is like really bad. And there's like houses there too. And people could be in the houses already, already like perfectly, you know, you know, in their little corner waiting for people to come in. And the blue wall ended like right at the edge of a little shack. And so I was in the blue, the blue was killing me. I was down to just like the, like, barest speck of health left and i dived out of the blue and i i had a bunch of health items at this point because i've been stealing everybody everything from everybody so i like popped like three painkillers to just have a bunch of healing i put used a a adrenaline i used a um, med kit to like heal up the full again Mm -hmm. and at this point it was just like these three houses and like a field outside the house with some small hills kind of around it so i was just creeping on the edge of it as i did that there was a guy I there was a there was a a little tiny little like not even a hill just like a little like hump that I was like hiding so I was like I'm going to dive on the ed- ed- this hump it's like right on the edge of the circle I'll just hide go prone here and there was a guy right in front of me in a tree and uh, uh, like behind a tree and I shot at him he spun around to get away from me and somebody else inside the circle who'd already got a prime position just sniped him um, and didn't, I don't think they saw me either. Uh, so they, then, then a bunch of other firefights were happening all over the place. We're down to like 10 people at this point. Um, I, the, the blue wall, you know, it starts to constrict again. I'm crawling on prone in this like grass where like, uh, as Ethan knows, I think we talked about this before, but like the grass doesn't render from far away. Like it renders up close. So it kind of hides you. But if anyone's further away from you, it doesn't render for them. So it's like not really a really good hiding spot. So I was just freaking out. And then what happened was we got down to about five people and everybody started moving basically. And that was what gave everybody, gave everybody away. Uh, a bunch of people got popped off inside that house. The house got cut off from outside the circle. So they had to come out of the house and someone else was like, had a sniper position up in the rocks and they like were shooting everybody. And I managed to figure out where that sniper was, but just stay perfectly still. And eventually they had to move because they're, part ended up being outside of the circle and when they moved i started shooting them and when that happened the the third guy who was still alive he started shooting at that guy too they both started shooting at each other and then i just stood up straight tall looked toward, looked around and saw the guy prone that was shooting the other guy and uh-huh. shot him and then shot the other guy and it was it oh my god so it was it was a really crazy That's, like I was gonna say, it match. sounded like more happened in that little span then happens in some people's like whole games yeah yeah i i killed eight people total and i definitely got more like assists due to like that that last part where people were shooting at each other without you know without getting full kills so to speak but it was crazy it was a crazy game and then that was my first game today and i was just like well i'm not gonna top that so (laughs) i'm out i stopped playing log out yeah, at that point. Uh, but that was – it was really cool. It was, like, basically a bunch of just strategy really paid off of just, like, waiting for people to run past me and then shooting them in the back because I was, hide- I was like, on the edge of the circle waiting for people to, like, run in to try and get in the circle. And then I was hiding behind rocks or cars or things like that. And then also just, like, taking the high ground and – yeah, it was it was cool because I like I felt like in the last like times that we played Ethan and I uh, and uh, Brandon also played a lot this week 
in group matches and i was like i am i can't aim for i'm doing terrible i can't hit anything yeah, right like, now thir- friday we had like the worst games ever it was like one after yeah. one like i don't think i killed a single person that entire like session we had which yeah i don't know what was, was up or why but that was just it was just it sucked. was bad sucked. it was really bad yeah i did so bad on friday I I couldn't hit anything. Like people were like kind of jumping around and I couldn't shoot anything, but yeah, it was just like the perfect storm today. So had to relay you with that exciting adventure. Well, now we got to uh, do it together. I guess so. Yeah, now got to get a chicken dinner that we can share. Yeah. That's what friends are for. Yeah, what's friends, the point of enjoying friends, a dinner by yourself when you got They have around? a new friends, KFC friends share the chicken dinners. A new KFC. Is it the family pack? Yeah. Cuz this is family. Your family. We're a family. Nobody, nobody disrespects a family. I'm going to do it for Brian. <laughs> not that he's dead or anything, because he's not dead in this universe. But the act of played him, it's dead. <laughs> Brian. Family. That's true. Brian. Brian. So that was my Monday afternoon. <laughs> what have you guys been doing with games? Uh, I've not been playing Injustice 2. I've been playing, like, yeah. every game. Like, I've been diving into, like, every game, touching it, not really committing to it. Like, <laughs> Dude. I played a little bit of Horizon, got a little bit farther than that. I played some, uh, ARMS, got more I saw you that. playing Horizon the other night. Yeah. But it seemed like you had, I feel like I saw you playing that a lot. Uh, I kind of am. Like, it's kind of my go-to, like, I don't really know what to play. I'll play this. And, like, I kind of find the side quest Is it good? Fun. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good. The game's good. Um, a lot of side quests are fun. They're really well designed. Uh, despite I don't know, the story is kind of whatever for me right now. Maybe it'll mm-hmm. open up, but also that game is flipping hard. I think you'd actually really like that game, Ricardo. Despite you saying you have no interest in it, the mm-hmm. way you take down monsters and stuff. Are, yeah, I'm it's, surprised. It's very monster. It's very monster huntery because it's always like shoot this with this particular ammo type, and it'll cause it'll cause like massive damage, and then you get to take their loot and build. Um, craft things out of it. Although you can't craft weapons, it's just kind of lame. I don't like that fat aspect, but... Um, no hunting horn. No hunting horn. No hunting horn, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I don't know. Ricardo's, just... Ricardo's new policy is that if a thing doesn't have Monster Hunter on it, the yeah. entire console the entire console is... It's is, trash. It's is trash. Garbage. Um, I don't know, man. I just don't know if I could play an open world game. That, yeah, right I totally now. understand that part where it is. It is a big time commitment. Like I, I one of my coworkers actually about the game too, and I talked to him once in a while about it, and he's like, "Oh, you're like not far at all in the game," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay." Yeah, this is the problem. Is I always get bogged down with side quests and feel like I have to do all of them, and yeah. I get burnt out. Well, I feel like I know the, where the level cap is, and I'm almost approaching it, which I'm almost, which I'm kind of confused by. Um. No. But yeah, I also learned what? that like tying down monsters is really awesome. I don't want to call them monsters; they're just machines. They call them machines, robots, um, robots. Once you tie them down, like you can do like critical strikes to them and really like get a good shot on like their weak points when you tie them down, which is surprisingly easy. Uh, I thought that would be very hard, but it's a super useful thing. Um, yeah, the game's great, so I keep going to that at night, um, playing more Arms, still dipping in the Zelda once in a while, not often, but it was still. Um, what else have I been playing? I mean, that Pokemon Go, dude. Getting that, getting that Pokemon Go. Have plus. you really been playing Pokemon Go this whole time? Yeah, yeah. I keep huh. playing it. How about the thing? I have to play it. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I tried to forget. We all try to forget. <laughs> um, 
No, but uh, did we even talk about on the show the reason why you would be playing Injustice 2? Like, inst- the, why you would want to keep playing Injustice 2? And should why? probably be playing Injustice oh, 2? Oh, because I'm competing in EVO, which is... Yes! In- yeah, I don't think I was... We- I don't, yeah, I don't think we ever talked about the fact when, that we're competing again this year. Well, because we didn't have a, we don't have a Road to Evo uh, video right. series hyping You're everybody right. up for it. But I, so that was going to be my starting thing today to talk about. But then this amazing chicken dinner landed on my plate this morning, <laughs> this afternoon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're all going to Evo. That's yeah. pretty big. This um, uh, this Friday. Well, I mean, we'll be leaving Thursday, all of us. But so uh, don't. But the, there's no podcast on Thursday. So just FYI. Yeah. Sorry about uh, that. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be headed over there, and I think uh, initially when we signed up, our all of our ideas were that we were going to be competing in Street not Fighter me. again. Well, of course not, Matt. No, of course uh, not, Matt. He's terrible. Uh, what would what would be Matt's Evo game? That apparently, he would play? player unknown. Player unknown. Well, yeah, apparently he's the best ever. That game. The best ever. There's no one. No one else has ever got no. chicken dinners. If you go, if you go to the, if you go to the rank, rankings of the on the game, it's me, number one. No, there's number one, and then above number one is the best ever, and it's Matt. <laughs> uh, I I'm actually player unknown. No, there's a game that you're like really scarily good at. Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party would be your Evo I, game. I don't know why that's no. That's I don't even. No, I'm offended you're by, like even I'm offended by that. You're too good at Mar- the Mario Party games. Like, I lost the, the game f- that we played. The, the wait, un, did the, I the hidden the I, hidden videos that we never showed? Yeah, I was gonna showed. say as far as I, the, I won two of those concerned. parties. I think I won two of those parties. Well, in fucking and out of like what three? Uh, three maybe that we played. I, I don't even know if I actually won two. I, I remember winning two one. out of three. Two out of three is like an insane winning percentage for a game that is bullshit. And that game is bullshit. And that's why I don't want to be. I don't want to be known as a guy who's good at that game. I love that game for how bullshit it is, not for my skills with it. It's good at Pro bullshit. Pro Mario Partier. Matt, Matt Atkinson. Uh, do, do I play on a team? Do I play like with like am I part yes. of the pro team? Your team, uh, Echo Fox. There, they they opened up the Mario Party division. I, I feel like I'm good at other games. <laughs> I'm sure you are, but that's the one that I remember being infuriated at the fact that it's like this guy just fucking is good at all these <laughs> mini games. Like, like he's, he's played like them way too many fucking times. <laughs> that's how I felt I, with. I, um, didn't, I didn't realize this had angered you so much uh, all this time. It did that whole? There, there's those... one guy in our in our newsroom, college newsroom, who was really good at every single N64 game because he never played any games besides oh, N64, yeah. including the, which which person was this again? Uh, was this David or Ian? No, it Tameem. was neither of those. It was our our buddy Tamim. Oh, uh, okay. Shout outs to Tamim. Yeah, yeah, I, I was there for that. I was there, but I yeah. don't remember him. Oh no! Against us. Oh no! He was ridiculous. Like he, I, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at the Pokemon Stadium mini games. Yeah, he, on the other hand, so is yeah. ridiculous. He's on another yeah. level. Like I, the thing is, is like he doesn't he's play. Still playing those. He does. Daily. No, he literally speed does. Runs. He plays he's those he, all the time. He a speed runner, basically. He's one of those guys who pulls them out. I mean, almost. He's one of those guys that pulls them out all the time. It's like, yeah, we're gonna play some of this N64 nostalgia. Am I right, guys? And he'll just wipe the floor with everyone. And it's like, 
That's yeah, that reminded me of the time that we played uh, Smash Brothers with uh, Ian and David. Yeah, and I, w- I was like, I'm pretty good at Smash Brothers. I'm like probably some of the like among the best of my friends at Smash Brothers. And it's like, oh, I'm getting crushed. Yeah, yep. I think I think we beat them like once or twice, maybe, but they, they were, were good. They were very well, that, good. W- that was that's okay. Ricardo did the same thing anytime anyone played uh, Injustice against them because he's like, I know fighting game stuff. Yes, it's well, true. I, I remember that happening too. Well, you know, I like I like how we talk about this newsroom, and basically it was a lot of I mean, like as if it was the only context we ever bring up that in in this in this podcast is when we were talking about video game related things going on. But like we did a lot of real work there too, did mm. we? <laughs> yeah, I legitimately remember having to be quiet because I didn't do work in there. Yeah, anyway. well, you didn't you didn't have a real editor position exactly ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I did after you no, guys ever. Left. No, no, what are you no, talking about? Then. Ethan, would real say, editor Ethan would say, hey, did you do the Twitter budget? And then you'd have to be yeah, like, okay. yes. Okay, <laughs> good. Like, all right. <laughs> and if good he said job. no, he'd be like, do it. And then you're like, all right. I'm going to go back to playing Netrunner in the fucking break Yeah, room. Yeah, seriously. Back to playing the DC or, uh, deck building game. Back, back to playing a Game of Thrones, the card game. That's a good game. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> we were, so back to what we were talking about. We're going to Evo, and, Evo. and I I I read first uh, registered for Street Fighter. Ethan so registered Ethan. for Street Fighter. Our buddy Vince, I think, did as well. And so did your cousins. Right? Oh yeah, my cousin also uh, Alex. With us. My oh, other cousin, yeah, my other cousin did not. Uh, he's just kind of along for the ride. Uh, but my Me cousin too. Alex too. Uh. And Ethan, I guess, was kind of like because we were all we're all kind of falling out of Street Fighter Five love, uh, and so Ethan, if you ever really had it, yeah, if, you, mean, if it was ever really real, I liked it a lot, but just was it was it ever love? Was it just was it or was it just lust? It was just a was tryst. It, was, it, was it just a, just a desire for fighting? Is that all that brought uh, you there? So Ethan, at some point, I think, inquired to the Evo officials, like, how could I possibly get my games that I'm registered switched from Street Fighter to Injustice and the official took that to mean switch my game from yeah. Street Fighter to Injustice right now so they guess, did that far well because I asked it he I was like I, you could do it on the website and I'm like okay and then I looked and I'm like I can't do it on the website and he's or he's like you could just do it on the website which you can you could add a new game but you can't switch it over but you can't but could you add and then like cancel a no game there's no that... way to cancel it so uh, I was right. like alright cool whatever I'll try it and he's just like, okay, it's done. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? what? Uh, okay. But I, well, I, but I guess if you're gonna take the time to ask that question, you probably. I guess, already. I guess one one could assume that you are ready to not have play Street Fighter and play uh, Injustice instead. True. So yeah, so you've you've painted yourself into the corner of playing Injustice, and yet apparently you're not playing any Injustice. He wasn't he wasn't gonna play Street Fighter either. So I mean, it's not like yeah. I mean, I've been playing. Uh, I played it a, quite a while for a bit. Uh. And got pretty good at it, but now I'm like I hate fighting games. Now I'm suck. just like uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's like I think the thing is is I just played so many of these other types of like I played every single Mortal Kombat like since 9 all the way through, you know, Injustice, Mortal Kombat yeah, you 10. You guys went too deep on fighting games. You dug too greedily. Uh, well, too at least deep. into those because they're all very similar. Like they all play. There's like maybe a little things left, but like well, they're all basically the same game. They all feel weighty and they got the throws, they got the juggles and blah blah. blah. So now we, I'm like this is fun. But also we do a like video. Oh, sorry. I was going to say I also I feel like I'm very very good online, which is weird. I seem to beat a lot of people, so maybe that just well, gave me confidence to be good. like, eh, 
I don't need to train for this shit. It's going to be easy. <laughs> yeah, okay. But it probably won't be. I know that for a fact. Um, um, I was I was going to ask, sorry for interrupting, but uh, I was going to ask, are we are we going to do a video this year of your guys' journeys? Should we do that again? Uh, I mean, I feel like we could do like a small video at the, I hear we're, we're talking about uh, production stuff, but I feel like we could maybe do a small video at the convention, but like, sure. it's just been... It's just been no lead up, you know, so it's not. Yeah, but well, we haven't. The magic is not the yeah, same. I'm excited. I'm excited to go. I'm excited to watch. Totally. Um, but I, 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 I understand your guys's. I mean, I could bring a bag. Predicament of being like, oh, I want to join in and participate, but also we're not as into it as we used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it was just last year. Like, it was just everyone was so hyped about Street Fighter Five that it just had like the numbers are released that. You know, there's a significant drop from Street Fighter Five entrance. I think like fifty like percent or something. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Is that didn't we have a news story about that a couple weeks? I don't ago? know if we yeah. actually talked about it. Uh, actually, talk, I don't know. But essentially, like person, we we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. But apparently, there's been like a like a forty three percent drop in. Street Fighter, and then like a forty like nine percent drop in. Smash Melee, and then like another forty percent in Smash Four. The only one that jumped about like I don't even know how much percentage was Tekken Seven, but every other game registration, if they had a presence last year at Evo, is down considerably. So it just looks like there's not as many. It's like it kind of is like how Street Fighter goes, so goes like people's interest in actually competing in fighting games, and I think Which is because like a bummer, yeah, and I think because a lot of that luster has has fallen off the game yeah. in the I, last I think year is even even if the game was doing well, mm-hmm. I still think it might have been a drop off because it like definitely last year it was definitely like the new game, right? yeah, it was, there like was the a big, big new game, yeah, you big know? swell. And uh, I was going to say that, Ethan, one of the smaller uh, player pools is Injustice with only about 800 entrants. So uh, you've got your, you got your work cut yeah. out for you yeah. getting one win out there, man. Well, or unless they're all terrible. We'll see. Oh, yeah, not. totally. I'm yeah. sure they are. I'm sure they're all bad. <laughs> it's, it's a bummer that, like, Street Fighter dictates the course so much on that. Just because, like, Street Fighter's, like, good, and I, and I understand why it's, like, kind of, like, the the holy, you know, pinnacle of, uh-huh. of fighting games, even if, you know, people might have their debates about what's the best one is. I can understand why that's, like, the most accessible and the mm-hmm. biggest and, and also, like, some of the most popular ones, but, like, there's a lot of other good games out there that, like, I, fi- I found the Street Fighter matches last uh-huh. year were actually, like, some of the least entertaining to watch. It's it's and just... I, and it's, not, and it's not because I don't like fighting games, because I found a lot of other matches being really entertaining. Um, it's just Capcom fighters, man. Like, and between that and the way that Capcom actually, like, uh, uh, cultivates a community with those things, like, I that feel like part, lot, right? part of the problem with, like, something like Smash is that Nintendo just does not officially support like the Smash community in Heck, it actively kind of... fights it in a lot of Yeah, there was yeah. actually a good Reggie post. Uh, Reggie was like Yeah, someone asked him Reggie about post? it and was like, Hey, uh, so what's up with this? Like, are you guys ever gonna support, you know, Smash Four competitively? He's like, We wanna keep Smash Four uh grassroots. We wanna yeah. keep it that way. And it's like that you could keep it grassroots and, you know, do things to it still. Mm-hmm. It's not totally. like you have to make a huge push for it because 
the community is so passionate about it. If you just do a little bit of help and help them along the way, you know, do some outreach. Well, somebody put po- go go. I was go say ahead. you could foster like a pretty good community just out of that. You don't have to put like do the Capcom Cup and all this stuff where yeah, you don't have to do anything crazy like that. Um, just run some tournaments, like some actual tournaments. Just run, just run like one, or even just you know update the game, make it like listen to your players, you know, all that stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, like there was a funny post at E3 that somebody did where it was like it showed that during the Nintendo Direct or whatever you want to call their E3 presentation, that they showed um, like the Splatoon competitive like, in arms competitive, like, tourneys that they were running and, like, stuff that they're going to be doing around surrounding the launches of those games and stuff. And people were just like, so you're just going to just gonna do these with these games and act like Smash doesn't exist and already has, like, a built-in yeah. following and stuff, right? Like, uh, it's just, it's bizarre. I, I, I think, think it was, oh, I, I was going to say, I wonder if this is, I wonder if they're just setting this up, like, doing Splatoon 2 as a test and, you know, arms is kind of a test... To kind of a test punch, you might to, say, to test punch to maybe roll into something more <laughs> advanced. You know, maybe they're gonna because they know that people have a lot of expectations for what the next Smash Bros will be, and maybe mm-hmm. they're just gonna wait and do that, and maybe come out with like Smash Four for Switch. A lot of the rumors are saying that that's most the most likely, like because like Nintendo has a big backlog of games and no one bought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Like, so I mean, like, at least uh, Super Smash Bros. got some view on the 3ds but that game was still not like it's good I mean, the, wii, the wii u one sold a ton don't get me wrong it did. But it, I mean, relatively it's a, to it's a system seller at that point yeah but i um, i could see them doing like a mario kart 8 deluxe with a with smash brothers on switch and just be like this is all the characters the game with all the characters and all the stages that we eventually came out with and stuff yeah, so that'd be good. Like that. That'd be actually yeah. that'd be smart. And then maybe do a couple balance tweaks, stuff like that. Like they did yeah, in Mario Kart, because they did balance was, it a little bit. That'd probably be the smart thing to do. Um, I, like, I wish that Evo would broaden a little bit, too. I think that, like, I don't, but maybe they don't want, they probably, I mean, that's the, that's the fighting game community in general, right? They're very mm-hmm. in They like their, because, like, like, you know, when they had that vote and they had all those wacky games up, like, it'd be cool to see an ARMS Tournament, tournament, that'd, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Like I like pro play, like people right. who are really good at video games playing that. Game, I was also looking that at really fun. There's a whole controversy with arms though. With what was uh, that? should they uh, only allow default arms or should they allow everyone to use custom arms? Right, because you have to unlock those custom arms because because like a lot of random. characters are just not viable. Like Helix is not viable from what I've been. This is just vague stuff I've been reading. Yeah, about. sure, sure. But Helix is not viable because his arms are just terrible. Um, right. I thought his well, trait. I, mean, I thought like his trait was just not as good. Like every fighter in arms like has a special thing that they can do on top of you know their default arms and stuff like that. And I could have sworn Helix is just wasn't that good because yeah, he does like the he sways just ducks and sways. He can, yeah, he can like sway and he can like shrink his body down super flat or make it really tall. Those are the mm, two things. Yeah, he can it's, do. he's not the best, but I mean. People say that there are strategies with that with different arms. So it's like, mm. it's either that. But then also, the whole thing comes down to, like, I think it should be custom arms. But then how do tournament organizers open that up where it's like, okay, here's a here's a switch with everything unlocked. Like, is someone just going to have to play through and grind those out? Like, I don't, or I don't know. Or, like, Nintendo gives us a tournament disc that has, like, or the, something. All, yeah. everything unlocked. And literally it's just the versus mode with everything unlocked on it. I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Either I way, mean, I I think I mean the thing about Nintendo is that they like I think the key thing in general is that across all their games they do not design for a competitive. Um, they don't design with competition in mind. Not that kind of competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. They design much more with like. This will be fun for two people to play in their house. Mm-hmm. We'll also add online, I guess. Yeah, begrudgingly. <laughs> like if we have to, we'll add a phone app though, so it makes it hard for people. So no one, so no one can do it easily. <laughs> <laughs> so Ethan will be playing Injustice Two at. Uh, You've switched Evo. over as well. I've, to... I'm play- I'll be playing two games. Uh, I'll be playing Tekken. I believe my pool's at 4 p.m. on Friday, and then I'll be playing Street Fighter V as well on top of that. Um, so that's what I've been playing this week, because although I had been playing a lot of Tekken in the past month, I hadn't played Street Fighter V in any sort of capacity yeah. for the longest time, so I decided to actually see if I remembered how to play that game. So I've been playing that, and honestly, I... I see a lot, I get a lot of fun and enjoyment out of that game still. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's very, very frustrating uh, about that game. Um, but the gameplay is still solid for the most part. Again, a lot of the stuff is surrounding some of the ways that things were handled in terms of how they dealt out stuff with that game. They're still weirdly updating it, like, frequently. It seems like every time I've started it up, they always have some kind of update. But yeah, I've been playing that, uh, trying to sharpen up Birdie some more. Still can't breach past Silver, so I'm just kind of s- stuck in Silver ranking. And there are some characters that give me problems, so again, I'm not expecting to do amazing, but we'll see. Plus, I need to probably start playing some Tekken here again so that I don't forget how to play that game as well. So it's just, uh, it's... It's uh, it's gonna be a nail biter at uh, at Evo here. I'm, I don't know how well I'm gonna do this year. Yeah, I'll be interested to see. I I'll be I will be at all of your, at least your two, uh, your two events. But I think mm-hmm. there's no conflicts. I don't think this time, and I don't think anyone has any crazy early. No, I think calls, the earliest so I is. Is, is it you, Ethan, at two? Is that the earliest? Uh, no, mine's it? late. Mine's at like eight. Oh, yeah, yours is at like eight. I think is Alex's. Yeah. I think Alex's is the we earliest have a, it's, at it's two p.m. It's two by two. It's two by two. We have a two p.m., a four p.m., a six p.m., and, and an eight p.m. Actually, so I don't... All day. When, when the hell is Vince's? I don't even remember. It's a six. Oh, is that six two as well? We're playing yeah. at the same time? God damn oh, it. Then, oh, you, you're, you have a two. You have I remember a, you everyone being, six, being right? separate. Yeah, I have so. a four and a six. Maybe, and maybe, yeah, maybe then somebody, maybe his maybe Vince is at two. I don't. Maybe he's at twelve. Maybe he's at twelve. Oh, I'm very God. excited to cheer everyone on. Very excited. Me too. And not and have excited. to run then, back. And to then the I'm room. excited. Then I'm excited for everyone to be to be out of the tournament very quickly and for us to go <laughs> walk around and do and enjoy <laughs> Las Vegas. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, do you ever really enjoy Las Vegas? I love Las Vegas. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's. So. I think it's good fun. Dumb. Dumb fun. It, it, it's it's yeah. like the Jumanji. Fun, it's dumb. like the Jumanji of uh. uh you know. <laughs> That's a free Jumanji. Welcome to joke. the jungle. Welcome to Las Vegas. That's what's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I think I think accurate, more accurate though. I think Las Vegas enjoys you. Is really what is oh, really no. what happens. It Whoa. definitely does. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not mutual. I'm just saying that that's what really like because you you finish you end you you end. Oh, you finish all right. <laughs> You you, you 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 come down afterwards and you're like, oh, you oh. come. All right. <laughs> All right, we're done with that. 
Uh, all right. Uh, the only thing, the other dimension is that I played the Breath of the Wild DLC. Yeah. Uh, which is the the one that's out. Get what that's that, out right now. But I'm also... Yeah, I I figured I would get it eventually anyway, and the new DLC that they're adding is like story based and looks semi neat. So, um, I might as well get it now. And I was interested in the Hero's Path thing. Yeah, that's me the too. That's the thing I want to check out because that way I can see all the spots I just didn't go to, which mm-hmm. which is that's exactly how I've been. Which using the it. thing is about that game is like every place you don't go to is usually got something cool in it, and you just don't exactly. even know about it. It never tells yeah. you. So the, so I, I I hit the play button and wa- I mean you hit you go on your map and you hit a button and it'll show you your entire path that's already been there, but um, if you hit the play button it'll like you know play you through a video of it, and it was really funny watching the video because I just I decided to just play it through one time to see what happened and I was like, there were times I was like I don't remember like I, I could remember very clearly like, quite a lot of it I was surprised by how much I was like oh yeah and then I did this and then I went over to this place and I like hit the, did that story mission and I was like I'm done with story missions now I'm gonna go and I. You could see me running all over the place, dying by, from enemies randomly, and like, like exploring areas and all that kind of stuff. And then there's definitely times of just like, I don't remember, what what was I doing? Like, why am I and then, why am I over here? And then teleport immediately over here, and then teleport back to where I was, and then teleport again somewhere else. Like, what was I doing that time? So weird. Um, it's pretty funny. Um, but it is really cool because like I I look at the map, and I'm like, whoa. I've actually explored more than I thought I had, but also there's like a big spot over here that I just haven't touched at yeah. all. That's crazy. Like, like it's just I never touched uh, it. And it's like, yeah, exactly. There, so it was. It, I've been basically doing exactly that. It was like finding little dead spots, um, and and going in and kind of like running through those. Um, the DLC also unlocks a bunch of uh, like mini quests for you to get you items, just like Tingle's costume. You get a Midna hat. You can get a Korok hat, which will actually do something that lets you find. Hidden, it'll shake and kind of make a Korok sound. How do you get those? Just, they just appear. Do you have to do like little quests? The quest, the quests just appear in your quest log, but then you have to go get. You have to go get them. Ah, okay. Um, so the quests are, the quests are very basic. Like all the quests so far have been. There's a book somewhere in the world. You walk up to the book. The book says like, "Haha, I'm the secret thief Misko, and I hid the legendary fairy items here, here, and here." Uh, but they're like, but like vaguely written. Like they're not like, they, no no quest marker appears on your map, indicating mm-hmm. oh it's right here. Look here, it's just like I hit them in Hyrule Field at the place where the soldiers would have, the place where the soldiers, the ruins where the soldiers met, or something like yeah. that. And you have to go find that thing. Um, uh, there's a couple that are like a little arbitrary. Like one of them is, I'll just say it like this: one of them, the Korok ones, hidden in the Lost Woods. And the Lost Woods are already confusing enough without uh, hiding an, an object inside of them. Because it's, like, you know, it's not like the previous Lost Woods where it's just like, here's a room with four exits. It's mm-hmm. like an f- open area where like, va- there's like, the invisible walls. That if you hit those invisible walls, then you'll get teleported back to the beginning. So um, that one I looked up a guide for. In fact, actually, no, so far at least I've looked up a guide for every single one of those I've done. I've only done two of them. Um, the other one, the other item is pretty useful that you get. It's a, a teleportation stone, so it lets you create a custom teleport point um, that you can teleport back to at any time. So rather than having to teleport just to the shrines, the towers, you can put a thing down saying this is where this is where a teleport hmm. is going to be. That's actually pretty and cool. You can, yeah, so you can use that repeatedly to to teleport back and forth. But you can only do it. You can only have one open at a time, of course. Right. Uh, um, yeah. So that one was also hidden in a very. Like, uh, they're hidden in areas you've probably already been to, but they're not in on the main path kind of thing. They're not just, like... That's uh, good. At least they make you go to a different area. Exactly, yeah. The downside is that I had to, like, look again, look up where that one was because it was not in a, a very easy-to-find place. So, um, 
Yes. Let's see. And the, this, the instructions are kind of like vague. They're just kind of like like that. They're just kind of like it's hidden. You'll know the you'll know the area. Like it's like one the one for the teleport. The one for the the Korok mask, which I've already spoiled, is in the Lost Woods. But it says like it's in the woods where you can get where travelers will get lost easily. It's like okay, yeah, the Lost Woods. <laughs> but then like again, where in the Lost Woods? It's still a, it's not like a giant area, but it's still big enough to where you're not gonna just just walk upon it. You know what I mean? So yeah. you gotta hunt around. Um, so that's that's been fine. And then I haven't tried the um, Trial of the Sword, which is like. Uh, uh, I think like a, I think Tri- Princess had this as well, and a few other Zelda games might have had this as well. But it's basically like a pit of trials of just like, hey, get to the, get to level 100 or what you know whatever number it happens to be, and uh, uh, defeat all the enemies at every level to progress to the next level. But the cool thing about the re- the trial the the trials one is that you start out with zero weapons and items, so you have to scrounge everything and you start out with the basic enemies and then you you'll be working your way up to the big enemies by the time you get to the top of that tower i bet and i haven't tried that yet but that's next on my list other than beating the game which i still have to do no man delay the inevitable forever yeah that's that's what i've been doing for a while but also also i'm gonna be back home soon in a few weeks so uh my wife will want to be playing that game (laughs) now that she's finished persona 5 my wife Amber said that I, that game is going to be confiscated once it's back in in our house. So, so I have to finish soon. Do it. All right. I think that's all the games, right, guys? Nothing else for so. you to talk about? No. I think that's it. So Pokemon Go time. forever. Oh. Time for the news. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we got a lot of news this week. Um, real quick, we'll just, real quick, haha. We'll say this because we talked about it last week. Games done quick. Summer games done quick is finished. They raised 1.7 million uh, dollars for Doctors Without Borders, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched quite a lot of uh, the games done quick last week. It, they were a lot. It's very good. It's very good. There's a lot of really good stuff there. Um, did, any, did you guys what, get a chance to watch I, anything? I, I watched have... a bit of it. I feel like I have never watched any of that whenever it's on, honestly. Man, it's really good. I've heard, but I just I just don't just don't do it. It's hard for me to sit down and watch it for that long, but even just poking my head in like once in a while is I find very rewarding cuz it's just like, oh wow, this is a lot of a lot of things are happening and a lot of walls are being yeah. broken. There's some really cool stuff. Um some of my favorite ones personally are the Half-Life uh, two one was pretty crazy. Um, what else was really good? Ah, dang it, I can't think of it now. Now, of course, I'm blanking on a bunch of stuff. I was gonna um, say, like, what would you Donkey consider? Kong sixty four was insane. That one was pretty. Great. Oh yeah, that one's nuts. I feel like that game is broken, like put together with like spit and duct tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey man, yeah. they had to pack in. A thing yeah, that you stick in your N64 just to have the game run. Yeah, otherwise it wouldn't run, yeah. There's a part in the game where he just he just goes, this wall just isn't here. I'm not doing a glitch or, like, glitching past it. It's just this wall isn't here. You can just walk, go at home and plug in uh, plug in your copy of Donkey Kong 64 and go over to this wall. Wow. And just roll, and just roll into it, and it'll work for you, too. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's just painted on, but not actually there. Yeah, there's there's some good ones. That one was a really good one. Um, 
I'm gonna forget now, but yeah, uh, go check it out. If oh, basically what I recommend is go to speedruns or it was it is uh, gamesonquick.com and then look at the schedule for the most recent one they just mm-hmm. had, and then like look at the any games that interest you, and if a game sounds cool to you on there, then uh, you should check it out. The last day had some really good runs. The last like two days, um, the the Dark Souls run was pretty great. Uh, they did a uh, um, Breath of the Wild speed run, which is pretty cool. Oh wow! In, uh, in forty five minutes, that was pretty fun to watch. I was gonna uh, say, I feel like those speed running for that game has to be in its infancy. Yeah. Yeah, but they, because because of the way that game is structured, though, like people have already like really crazily like that run is so insane, like. They do some crazy things with the physics and the um, the status effect, especially of like, let me run, let me like place two bombs under this this rock, then play, you know hit status on it, blow like blow up the bombs, hit it with my hammer like a bunch of times, like really quickly, like quickly more quickly than you think you'd be able to, uh-huh. and stay on top of the rock and it just launches them all the way into Hyrule Castle, basically. Jesus, it's just it's just some really cool stuff, and it's only like forty five minutes long too, so it's like you know it's like it's like shorter than a TV show basically. Totally. Um, so it's really really uh, easy to do. Some of these are obviously like a very long. They did a, a great Super Mario uh, race where it was three teams playing um, the four the first four Super Mario games: so Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Bros. Two, Super Mario Bros. Three, Lost Levels, and Super Mario World. Um, oh. It's a relay. It's a relay race. That's kind of neat. Yeah. I like that concept. When one person finished, they handed it off to the one. Um, They did a Portal 2 run where it was solo co-op. So it was the co-op campaign, but one person was playing it. Hmm. It was was very cool. That was very cool to see. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, you know, go on the website, check out uh, some of the cool stuff that's on there. And uh, go to Games on Quick, twitch.tv, slash Games on Quick, or uh, they have a, a speedruns.com, I think is their website name. So They have an archive of all their stuff, I'm pretty sure, all the all different runs. Check it out, and money for charity. That's cool, too. Very cool. Uh, now, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but Castlevania is now a new Netflix series, mm-hmm. and it is out. And uh, all of us have watched at least part of it. Yeah, uh, so the, the, I guess this will be fairly, I guess, spoiler-free, spoiler I guess. It just yeah, came out over I'm, the I'm weekend. Not, you don't really want to, like, spoil it for anyone. Yeah, I'm not planning on spoiling it. And, yeah, and, 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 I'll, and I'll spoil it by saying there isn't that there isn't a ton to spoil. Like, there isn't, like, a ton of surprises, mm-hmm. I would say. But it's still a good... Um, that, don't let that deter you. It's still a good show. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have you finished the whole thing, uh, Matt? Yes, Yes. yes. So as Amber, Amber and I, I watched all of it. And uh, you've seen, you seen the first episode, right? I've seen the first episode and half the second one. Yeah. All yeah. right. So yes. uh, what 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 do we think? What do we think overall? I liked it, but I definitely agree with you, Ricardo. And I will this is, again maybe a minor spoiler to say, but this is basically a pilot. Like it's basically a setup. Mm-hmm. Um, while it is very good for what it is, it's four episodes long, and it and it is. And entirely each episode is 25 minutes long 25 yeah. minutes to on the yeah. dot yeah and it's like entirely like let's introduce you to all the characters and kind of establish the world and um here are the stakes so to speak <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, hey. um yeah and then it kind of ends right where it's like okay now we have a goal and 
here we go and it's like and then it's over and that's the end of the yeah which that's, is that's the end of the series which is it's good to hear then that uh i mean this is what the news story basically is that uh, the same day it was released on netflix it was immediately renewed for a second season apparently eight 25 minute episodes have been ordered as opposed to the four for the first season so hopefully they make a little bit more leeway on this next coming season but also i hope they don't rush it because i really 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 enjoyed this yeah uh, this these first four episodes i think that they they nailed a lot of the castlevania feel i think that the voice cast is really good great voice cast i enjoy a, a, a lot of the animation i feel like sometimes when it gets a little too talking like headish like it it it's a little. It's yeah, not the, it's that's not, not the, the strength of detailed. the anime style because it's definitely done in an anime style. Even though I anime believe, style, it's I think it's a western. I believe yeah, it's a western. Well, uh, yeah. it's at least a western. And creation. I was to say it's not it's like not the a... most anime style, right? Like it looks. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of like seen, Afro samurai ish. Like yeah. Kind yeah. Of. Okay. Yeah. But it's the thing is that it's you can tell it's done on a little bit of a budget. Like mm-hmm. not 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 that it's like. It, I, I wouldn't even say it looks bad. It just like there's just not as many frames as, and it's not as like as much detail as I've seen in some, you know. Yeah, uh, even even animes. when the the when the action picks up, like it's really well done, well drawn, like action. It but it does definitely seem like it's running at a few a, a few a, frames, a few less, frames so to speak. behind. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. than, than it would be if maybe they had like a huge budget. Like I thought that I actually really, really loved the opening sequence. The the opening credit sequence is really, really well done. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't and, know. Uh, just... The characters are great. Like mm-hmm. I, I'll say I, I love Trevor. Yes, I think he. I think he is like expertly voiced, but also his like his dialogue was really well written. Like. There was a lot of anime talking at the beginning of the mo- mm-hmm. of the show, um, which is fine because that's kind of what I expected. And then like he gets introduced and he's just like, he's just talking so plain and just like, uh-huh. oh gosh, I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> like, yeah, totally about everything. Um, that it, like everyone else is very much like, hey, you stop right there, and like he's like, what? All right, listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciated <laughs> how I appreciated like how subdued his voice performance was this is richard armitage uh mm-hmm. who is probably the best hobbit known fame. yeah for do- playing thor and oak and shield in the hobbit films unfortunately <laughs> i mean yeah. he does a great listen, job in those listen, movies yeah i was but, gonna say the thing about those but, movies is the, the acting is not the problem with yeah those definitely not uh and uh i believe it's graham mctavish is voicing vlad tepish uh also dracula yes also from the hobbit and I didn't recognize the actor who plays uh, Dracula's son, uh, Alucard, but I... But believe... he is also well-known uh, as being Gaius Baltar from oh. yeah, Star Galactica. Oh. So, yeah, I, I had never okay. watched that show, so I don't know. I have seen it. Uh, I also appreciated the... Vo- I just... I thought that all, overall the main cast uh, voicing was really well done. I feel like maybe the weakest might be Sypha... Uh, uh, one of the yeah. speakers, she she's, she's fine. She's yeah. fine. She does her job because this um 
this is based on Drac- uh, excuse me, uh, Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. Exactly. Yes. Which I believe. Which actually, I did not expect. I thought it was going to be based on um, like just traditional Simon. Because yeah, Simon is the you know the one you yeah. mostly think mm-hmm. of when you think of Castlevania. Totally. So I, I expected him, but that's I think Trevor makes a good fit, and I and I think this leaves them room too because I was going to say. I, I'd really love for them to explore, if this series does well, I'd love for them to go on to the other games, right? Totally. Like, totally. I'd love for like, I, this I, first and second season to be... And I want to say Castlevania 3 is near the the very beginning of the timeline. I want to say Castlevania 1 actually even takes place after Castlevania 3, doesn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, Simon, Simon is Trevor's like ancestor. Yeah. So, so or sorry, I should say uh, Trevor, it, Trevor is Simon's answer. Simon's answer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's his descendant. Um, I looked at the timeline after this came out because I was like interested in it. Uh, they've apparently it's completely not even close to the start anymore because because yeah because they went they like, made a bajillion the G- a lot of the GBA games took place yeah, before they, then and then like there was a PS2 title I think but that I was think is, this is a good choice because as far as most people are concerned this is kind of the start yeah I think and it's I think the it, first one with Alucard in it yeah I was gonna say it does Alucard. a good job they they picked a good one because it has. This is the first Castlevania where you play as multiple characters, so yeah. there's an ensemble cast they can pull from. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was really, really enjoyable. I think that you need to, you definitely need to go into it realizing that it's not going to reach any kind of satisfying conclusion. Like even for, even for like, it just doesn't. It just doesn't leave you off it on it a great. It doesn't feel a great, like a season. It's four episodes. It just doesn't yeah. feel like a season. You know what I mean? It, uh, it yeah, just I don't. They're all like short too. A, they're not like hour long. Yeah, episodes. yeah. No, if, if they were minutes. longer, maybe I would. Yeah. When all said and done, this might end up being more like the length of a miniseries. Mm-hmm. I don't know I, how long it'll. I, eight, is, eight is not even that many. You think about it for an animated show. Most animated even shows twelve. Are like, like, uh, like yeah. But yeah, I watched it. It I watched it in literally one sitting. Just sat down and burned yeah. through all the episodes. So I like, will. Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I was surprised by how violent it was. It seems like you two weren't, but I was like, I, I not that I didn't expect. I, I I knew it was gonna be like a adult or more adult show. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't expecting like it to be like kitty side, but like it, there is some there is some gruesome displays of violence. Yeah, see, this. I I wasn't I wasn't immediately sure because early on because the it actually ramps up to like, kind of the first act of real sort of graphic violence. Yeah. It's pretty like, like, slowly. The, yeah, well, the first episode has got, like, some things that could be considered violent, but they don't show a lot of yeah gore or, or, or bad things. And like, then when you first see, like, literally a lingering shot on, like, a disemboweled corpse, it's like, oh, shit. Ooh, yeah, and then I think, like, it's in that. half and his guts fly across the, like, like across the screen. There's, like, a dead, there's dead babies in this show. Yeah, and then oh, I yeah. think, dead like, and the thing is, is, like, I think the first, the, uh, <laughs> the, the next, like, scene or the uh, scene and a half after they show, like, the first dismemberment, then they have two guys discussing uh, goat fucking. So, yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah. like was, all right, yeah, and this is what they the show. Swear a lot too, this is what is the show weird. is gonna be. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing. Like, but and, again, like the, fir- the first episode doesn't that ramps you up to that very slowly. Like the first episode is like not indicative that that's what it's gonna be like. And I appre- I mean, and I kind of appreciate that too. That it's it's kind of it, totally it's yeah slow. It's, it doesn't. I would say, like, I, I, I'm hesitant to say it doesn't revel in it. It kind of does revel in it a little bit. But to an it, extent. No, but it understands, 
it understands not to over to overdo it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like th- there are parts later on where something where very graphic things happen off screen because they yeah, understand like I was gonna that, say, like that time it's more there, effective to not show it. There's a there's like a moment in the series, and not to give anything away, but like there's a moment in the series that like it should I mean, like it feels like it would very much like like to linger on a very violent act happening to a certain character or whatever. And it just kind of cuts away and is just like, oh, okay, yeah. it doesn't show. And you get the you get the implied, yeah. obviously, of what's going on, but you don't you don't see it. So mm-hmm. it it understands that element. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, this is written by Warren Ellis. He's a comic. Uh, he's a comic book writer. He actually like he's very much known for having that kind of like dark, com- like comedic wit to him, or like being very sardonic and kind yeah. of, uh, you know. Like no, that's, that's, like balancing that's, goofiness with like violence in it. Yeah, and that, that's Trevor to a T too, because Trevor is just so much like doesn't give an f anymore about about. Yeah, he's like, he's a great character. Like he's the, so the, good. the main char- the main character cast is is really good in it. He's very good. I'm looking forward to it, and this is like the first Castlevania thing to be excited about in forever what? because you, you didn't like Captain is N? not. <laughs> I'm Simon Belmont. Oh, Simon Belmont. <laughs> I just mean that Konami is not making no Castlevania what? video games, games anymore. They're not making well, video games. No, what are you talking about? Did Metal Gear Survive? Survive. Totally, totally <laughs> delayed or whatever. Metal Gear, uh, let's settle. Yeah. The, the okay. So Amber pointed this out. I didn't even notice this, and I wonder if you guys did at all. Uh-huh. She said she, she uh, so like Ethan, you mentioned earlier that it's not even it's not even like anime is what kind of what you, how you described it. Yeah, and I get I get exactly what you mean. Like it doesn't have the cliche anime look to it. Like it definitely is inspired by it, but yeah. Yes, yeah, no, totally. But I and I and I think this is why this is why this Amber pointed this out is that she was like she didn't like the women character designs, and I said why, and she goes their eyes are too big. Oh yeah, and I'm, like, I'm like, well, a lot of anime like characters' eyes are big and women's eyes especially so because it's like a Japanese thing of like. It's cuter, and like Disney does it. Like a lot, a lot of uh-huh. cartoon characters are drawn. Yeah, like, with look at big Moana. Eyes. She got exactly. giant eyes. The giant eyes. If you look at, if you compare the, like this perspective on her face. Um, but she was like, yeah, but like look at everybody else. Like their eyes are not giant. Like all the men are have like really tiny eyes, and it it makes them look tiny because it's like animated thing, and you're expecting big eyes on everybody. Mm-hmm. But the men have like realistically proportioned eyes to the size of their faces, and the women are realistic in every other regard. I do appreciate that she's not dressed in some like super skanky. Mm-hmm. Like outfit too, but then like her eyes are just big. Her eyes are just like bigger than it should be on her it face. Definitely... And after she pointed that out to me, I could not unsee it anymore, and I was very. I was like, oh, it definitely made specifically Lisa, uh, Dracula's uh, wife in it, in this seem like a lot younger than she was probably supposed to be. Specifically yeah, at the yeah. time, at, at the at the 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 point that the series kind of kicks off. I'm just like so yeah it definitely the style has its weaknesses in that regard too and I feel like Sypha too seems like same problem very yeah. very young when it's like I feel like she's supposed to be around the same age as Trevor maybe but I don't know I don't know I don't know I did well, overall impressions it's good good thumbs up it's good go watch good. it Although, it only take it'll only take you an hour and 40 minutes just go yeah, watch it it's like a movie it's good, but I will say this: it doesn't have very many surprises. Don't totally expect not. the other than I guess the violence, which we've spoiled for Is you. Is there even enough time to have surprises in like ninety minutes? Like I feel like, that's... yeah, totally. I mean, there are movies that are that long, and Dude, they have, and they can have surprises in them. 
It definitely anyway, telegraphs like, maybe it's like one I guess maybe it's a one sort of surprise pretty oh, early right. on. But Yeah, but that's like not yeah. yeah. It telegraphs it really well. And plus like I feel like you already know because yeah, see, you already know because it's like ad- three is about <laughs> yeah. And not to mention it's like advertising it all over everything. So the one thing I'll say this is one last thing I'll say. Although I I agree, it's a good show. Everyone should watch it. It wouldn't even take that much of any time, and it's well animated. It's well acted. Um, and I'm excited to see more. There is some great Castlevania music out there, and this show does nothing have with any, any, of, with it. any yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they didn't even do anything with it. I was really disappointed that it was like, oh, I, I really hoped there was going to be At some At one sort point, of... Dracula cries bloody tears, like literally bloody tears, and I'm like, what? You should, you should be playing bloody tears right now. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, I think, I think that's enough about Castlevania. It's yeah. on Netflix. If you have a Netflix subscription, you should, get, you should check it out. I think we can probably safely. It's the best video game adaptation in a long time. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say though, I think we can kind of safely just skim over this next story and a half or so. Uh, yes. Overwatch uh, is launching a new character, Doomfist. He was up on the PTR for a little bit. You've seen lots of videos about it already, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. He has a big old fist. He punches people with it. He's not Terry Crews. He's no. not Terry Crews. We were everyone was so sad, but uh, he seems cool. the The word on the street, the scuff around the scuttlebutt, is that uh, he's pretty strong. Like that, like some pro players were playing him and just like wrecking shop on the, on the PTR because mm-hmm. of. The, he's basically almost like a fighting game character. His moves kind of totally chain. Like, like he's got like, like a rush punch and then an uppercut, uh, uppercut and then like a slam then like a down. Dash. Yeah, cool. And then like his his ultimate move is like a slam on the ground, which he jumps up into the air. Yeah, kind of like a uh, Pantheon from League of Legends. Like you get a targeting reticle and you can just drop him down like huh. on anywhere. Yeah, and um, and and his punch is like a Reinhardt charge kind of thing that'll like dash him forward if he hits yeah. somebody with the punch. It does damage, and then if that person. Hits a wall after they get punched. They get more flying, damage. They get double damage because it's, of that. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like a lot of his moves seem like they change. Like they purposely are designed to chain yeah, together. To chain like in, which is definitely, like you and can, then, and he gets shields too when he yeah, when he does when he ability damage. Them. He gets he gets shields. Yeah. So like you so. can like I've seen people like uppercut him and then use that charge punch to like punch them off of a ledge or like yeah. do, uppercut the, him and then use the slam down move to then come down and do a bunch of area damage and stuff. The, like, the slam down move also knocks people towards him as well so it has like a little cone of effect right out in front of him like a couple feet right out in front of him but it yeah. knocks them towards him so you can knock you can do that slam down move knock them towards you uppercut into a charge punch while they're while they're falling from, to the ground again so and uh it seems pretty powerful and they also his cooldowns are like three seconds for every move so he, lo- he looks really over and over again he looks really neat i i too have heard the the Kind of the initial impressions on him is that he's strong, although he, like, right now they're not sure how he plays in the current meta, and they're saying, like, if he potentially changes the whole meta, because his, specifically his big charging punch can punch through Orisa and, uh... Reinhardt's shields, like and Winston's it, it, too. It ignores them. It just goes right through it. So yeah. that's pretty, the current. The current meta crazy. is very like dive focused with like Diva and uh, Winston uh, as being like the primary tanks. 
but that's like in high level play, like on your average totally. match. I don't think it's going to throw everything off too much, but we'll see if they if they do any t- tweaks to him before they release him permanently. Related to Overwatch news, we have uh, some stuff about the Overwatch League, which I'm still excited for, despite everything we hear about it kind of always being like that it's shaky ground, kind of. Yeah, it's um, weird. Like they had uh, when was it that they had that big announcement for it? Like it was like a year ago, year. Yeah. about so a year ago. Yeah, a little, a little less November. Little less so, year. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah so uh apparently both uh okay excuse me I'm reading the story as six teams six six uh, franchises that's what they've yeah. got so far including uh Ro- I believe it's Robert Kraft of the of the uh, New England Patriots and Fred huh. Wilpon of the New York Mets are they're really investing. trying to go for like this, they're really trying to go for sports a sports team feel aren't they Yeah I forget which uh I I think it was actually an M- NBA 2K was talking about doing like a sport an actual league in which yes, they, cities they, 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 would, it is a real league like an NBA 2K have, league It's yeah. actually a part of the and it's actually like part of the NBA like mm-hmm. it's like the NBA 2K league so it's like the same exact teams and they play like the Bulls, like it's not every team in the NBA is part of this yet, but it's like there was like ten or something like that, that they got so far. But it's like the Bulls, and that that is the Chicago Bulls, and they play mm-hmm. NBA Two K, but they're the Bulls, like, and they have the, that on their jerseys and everything like that. So um, yeah, so I guess there's been buy-ins by Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco, Boston, Shanghai, Seoul. Excuse me, Shanghai and Seoul, South Korea. Uh, they are all kind of already buying into this league, which there's not currently really any announcements to be made about what the, what the league is or but how this it's. Is, gonna... This this is the announcement I think that matters because it says that like this is this is like legitimate. Like so, the thing that I really like about the Overwatch League is that like esports is a very like wild west sort of situation right totally. now, and most of the people who play esports are only paid when they win. Mm-hmm. Which yes. is not how any other professional sport works in the world, right? Like, uh, like who was the worst team in the M- MLB last year, Ricardo? I don't know. I don't uh, know. oh shit, who would be the worst? Close, team? close to worst. I don't care. It would probably have been the Dodgers. Shit, oh yeah, got this em. year, this year is definitely the Giants. I don't know okay, last fine. year. So let's just say, like the, the people on the Giants, though, they still get paid even yes, if they lose. Definitely. They doesn't matter how many times they lose. They might lose their job at the end of the year, right? Like they might not. They might get traded, or, or they yeah, might, or, you the, know, or the coach, or the coach will be replaced. Or... Sure, something like that. But like the people on the team all get paid regardless if they win or lose. And the cool thing about the Overwatch League is that's what it's turning. It's turning Overwatch as a sport into that kind of situation of like there's established teams, they have established cities, they're going to have a team name, and that's who they're going to be. And like the people on the team will get paid their roster salary, no matter what, even if they win or lose. And that's kind of a cool thing to see. Like it, 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 rather than like, oh yeah, we'll house you, but you got to play this game ten hours a day, and also you can't have a life, and you don't get money unless, unless you, you win. unless you win. Which is very much uh, like, like a like a, a combat sports thing. Like fighters, for example, will get a huge, uh, you know, a huge purse if they win, but a considerably lesser wage. But they still if they get lose. something at least. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of places that like at least in yeah, the no, it's like, not, you get nothing. Yeah, yeah, it and, and it's not saying, like. Though. Yeah, it's and it's not universal too. We should say that there there are definitely I think some esports places that do pay their players 
but the majority of their earnings comes from winning tournaments um, and winning winning events. So it's cool to see this. I'm I'm excited for this for like the players' perspective too, not just from a fan mm-hmm. perspective because I actually really enjoy competitive Overwatch. I I watch it already, um, but. I'm excited to see this from a fan, but also it's kind of cool to see, like, maybe this will be good for players, too, to actually be part of a a team that is not, like, randomly, arbitrarily, like, corporately sponsored by some random company and then stuck in a house until they win a game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, cool. Well, I mean, they've got buy-ins. That's the important that – that was the important thing is that, like, last report that we had was a few months ago, right? And it was all about, like, how it's struggling because no one wanted to buy in. That was the mm-hmm. last update that we heard. So now that they've got teams, that they can form the league. They have six so far, but hopefully, you know, hopefully go, grow it a little bit more. And that would be a cool. Totally. Uh, Zenimax Media are being sued. Which What's new? They're either suing somebody or, or being, being sued, sued by somebody <laughs> by somebody at all times. They're, yeah, they're so a big company. So, guys, you remember Fallout 4? No. Okay, well, let me refresh okay. your memory. When initially they had the trailer for Fallout 4, it had the uh, 1960s hit by Dion DiMucci, The Wanderer. If you if 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 you if that okay. jars your memory at all, go uh, on. Apparently, uh, Mr. Demucci has just uh, figured out that this was a thing because okay. he is now suing Zenimax Media because he feels that the images accompanying his song in these trailers and the accompanying game are, quote, repugnant and morally indefensible. Ooh, indefensible. Yes, he, uh, let's see. I guess the lawyers will tell him if it's defensible or not. The complaint describes the ads as, and this is quoting the Polygon article, uh, the defendant's commercials were objectionable because they re- featured repeated homicides in a dark dystopian landscape where violence is glorified as sport. The killings and physical violence were not to protect innocent life, but instead were repugnant and morally indefensible images designed to appeal to young consumers. In The Wanderer, Dion gives life to the story of a sad young man who wanders from town to town, not having found himself or the capacity for an enduring relationship. The song describes isolation during coming of age. Without plaintiff's consent, defendants dubbed the Wanderer into commercials in which the protagonist, a wanderer, roams from one location to the next, armed and hunting for victims to slaughter. Defendants' commercials have no redeeming value. They simply entice young people to buy a video game by glorifying homicide, making the infliction of harm appear appealing, if not also satisfying. So while you're reading that... That's a weird specific complaint. So the weird thing that I keyed in on was that without consent, so did they not get the rights to the song before they put it in the uh, commercial? They might have. They might have just I not I think show. they must have got the rights to the song. You probably There's just no didn't know how they... it was being used. The other thing that's also weird is I'm watching this, and the worst thing that gets homicided is, like, an armadillo. He just shoots an armadillo for, like, no reason, which I guess is kind of, okay, whatever. Let's review on that. It's worse than killing a person, don't you know? Yeah. Uh, no. Anyway, that's a debate for another day. Um, <laughs> there is a... Um, I wasn't trying to get... I know. There's a... Um, but then he kills, he shoots at like mutant, giant mutant dudes, and like starts shooting at them, and that's it. Those are the only two acts of quote unquote homicide, 
So you're not even that's killing, like, like, human people. That's such it's a like, weird... It's such a weird thing to be like, okay... So, like... so what this sounds like... Okay, go, sorry. No, I'm done. Okay. So what this sounds like to me is that, like, Bethesda slash Zenimax, you know, they've got their marketing team. They're like, this would be a great song for the trailer. Contact the legal team of of, uh, of Dion DiMucci, right? And like, all right, legal, whoever the right holders are, you know, whoever, whatever company he has set up that's doing all this for him. We want to buy the rights to this. Okay, well, here are our rates, blah, 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 negotiate, blah, blah, blah. All sold, all good. It's probably perfectly legal. Create the trailer. This is forever ago now, right? It's like that's came the out a thing while ago. Like, yeah. yeah. So he's just at some point. Dion Dion Demucci himself, who probably never even knew this transaction took place or didn't care or was like is like you know vaguely involved in it at best, right? Watches the trailer somehow, like it comes up on YouTube or like on a TV show or something like. Some friend of his goes like, "Hey, did you hear? Did you know that your song is using this thing?" My son and loves goes, this he, game, he, and he and he goes, "Yeah." And he's like, "What? What thing? I don't know. What's this Fallout? I've never heard of this before." And he looks it up and goes like, oh, "I don't know. I the video games. These are violent, and I don't like them." Like, and then gets mad and contacts his lawyers and tells them to find, you know, that he didn't approve of this. And then they and that, I'm honestly that is that is that has to be how this happened, right? Yeah, Come man, on, I won't doubt it. That's, I, d- like, I definitely don't doubt it. He didn't have any real involvement or understanding of what the the song was going to be used for, and then also they're probably personally like, personally found out about it at some point and got mad. They're probably was, like Dion, you needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I mean, I can't feel like that's going to really hold any weight, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know where it'll go, but it's just funny that it's like the seemingly. Just coming out of nowhere. How old is Fallout 4 at this point? Because I was actually just thinking about it the other day. Um, last and I was year. like, man, I really liked Fallout 3. I never played a second of Fallout 4. Is this, is this was it year? last year? I think it was last year. Yeah. No. Yeah, it came out last year. Yeah. Last year? Yeah. Hmm, it feels yeah. even longer than that. The only reason I remember that is because Austin Walker was on Giant Bomb debating it. And he was the only one that really liked it. No, oh, 2015. 2015. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm wrong. See? Well, yes, because I actually remember being. Oh, I mean, but see, that's the thing is like I was in. This was after the fact, but like I remember hearing Austin Walker talk about that game on the podcast, and everybody else like disagreeing with. Him. Yeah, <laughs> like basically yeah. everybody being like, "It's stu- like it's stupid and gl- and glitchy, and you should expect Bethesda have gotten their shit mainly together Jeff. by now." Mainly Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, well, it's usually Jeff that has like the very jaded, cynical opinion about something. Yeah. And Austin being like, no, but that's what you expect when you get those, when that, at this point, when you get that game. You expect it to be janky and Broken. shitty. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know who to agree with here. I kind of, it's both. It's, it's a little bit of both. Both of them were too forgiving or harsh on either end, I think. I mean, typically, Jeff is too harsh. Very harsh. <laughs> if Jeff, Jeff either, like, loves a game or he is, like, the most cynical about it. <laughs> In a lot of ways. Um, like he really pricks. loved Horizon, weirdly enough. Like, he gave that game five stars. Jeff? And, Jeff? Uh, yeah, Jeff Gersman. Jeff. Jeff Gersman gave that game five stars. And uh, I, I've heard, you know, I've heard plenty of good things about Horizon. I've heard lots of other people say it's great. But I also heard plenty of people say, like, yeah, it's another open world game. Like, it's got some cool things that it does. It but does. I mean, again, the five-star like, like, five scale is, is interesting because it's like, that game is really good, and I probably, you know, if I had a scale of it, 
I wouldn't give it four stars. I'd probably give it five, honestly, at the moment. Really? Because, okay. like, it's really good. It's just, it's a really good one of those games. Like, maybe it doesn't, maybe that's not what you're looking for. But if you want, like, a good old open world game, like, this is one of the best right. ones. Right. For sure. Because it just has everything for it. And does everything, a lot of things right. Um, which, you know, in a lot of, uh, in a world of, full of open world games that aren't the best. Like, it's really nice to see one that's in a world. classically well done, I guess, as opposed to Zelda, which is, like, all different. In a world full of open worlds. Which open world world do you engage with? (laughs) Please, hashtag content. Your favorite hashtag content. Uh, Speaking of hashtag content, Pokemon fans are mad about Pokemon anime. Guys. Cardo, what's with this? I looked at this earlier. Here's the thing. Apparently, so... so, Hold on. Hold on. How much do you like Pokemon? Like the show? Let's go. Oh, I, 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 I watched the first season back I when I first I watched all the first like, season. I watched, I like, yeah, this is good. All of Orange Islands. I, I never I saw I feel like I watched the season I was loyal. after that as well, too. I saw movie one and two in theaters. I saw the movie, yeah. I saw the first movie. I saw liter- Pokemon, Pokemon, the first the movie. First movie. Yeah. In theaters, I remember with my mom. And I don't you know think what, in she hindsight, got it, that is a but... messed up name. It was. It's because there was already several movies out in Japan at that point. Oh, but that is true. a terrible. But that is yes. You are. But that's it's just so, like we're gonna make. It's not excuse. You know that that's a terrible move. That's, that's a the, terrible. I was gonna say, Ethan. That's exactly what it's saying. It's suggesting that you know this isn't the first time we're gonna fucking do this shit. This is only <laughs> yes. the first movie. Yeah. Seriously. Uh. So basically, fresh out of ideas, Pokemon is going back to. Where it all the started. First season? The first season in a new series called. It's a mo- no, it's a movie. Oh, excuse it's me, a, in a new it's movie. It's a, a movie that retells the first season called Pokemon. I choose you. So it's a movie that compresses the whole first season into, uh, I assume, I assume feature length. And, Which is uh, weird because that's like, like that show is very episodic. Like it doesn't really. Yeah, where's like, the going to be the had, episode it, where he faces the samurai and then both of their metapods harden and they just keep <laughs> hardening? Oh, they harden, all right. Huh? Uh, I remember that. That's like, that's, early, that's like the episode three or something like that. It's like early on. Yeah. That's, that's in the Viridian Forest or something. Um, the, the thing is, that... That show wasn't that great. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like, not. I liked though. I liked it. As a kid, wrong. I, watched it, I watched it all the time, but I it wasn't the, that great. Dang, it's you did. It's yeah. Rough. It's it's not great. And 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 but the thing is, it's it's also like that show was also super episodic. Like it was uh-huh. it was like a very much a I feel like oh, that... tune in. And I haven't seen the last episode exactly, but. Uh, this I, it doesn't matter. The, the, the kids are on another adventure today. I feel like, like the episode, I feel like the the series was at its best when it knew that it was stupid and like just went with it. Specifically when Jesse and James showed up. Like I remember, and I think I've used this example. They got way t- more stupid as that series went on. I too. I, I believe I've used this they example got real a few times. Uh, but there's an episode where uh, they come up with some ridiculous scheme, of course, of course. to catch Pikachu. Of course. And then it and then it breaks down and it doesn't work. So they just kind of jump in and then they use these whips to like tie up 
the Pokemon and they're going to capture them. And then <laughs> James has a line of dialogue where he's like, why didn't we just use the whips in the first place? <laughs> and Jesse says, we have to fill a half hour. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, ah, this is a pretty good show. This is yeah, I, I, I enjoy jokes like that for sure. Um, but they they got they they were like menacing like the first like three or four times they showed totally. up and then and then like they got very dumb very quickly. Uh, so anyway, the point is that this is retelling the first season, but that's not even the point of this article. What's the what's the, the point bad thing? Is is that uh, you remember your favorite sidekick characters, Brock and Misty? Yeah. Do you remember Brock? Brock likes my ladies. Favorite. No, my favorite. They was that's my the problem favorite. I have. The problem I have is my favorite. Is, is, is the... Your favorite Brock, you would see uh, Nurse Joy or and Officer Jenny, and he'd be like, oh, Seto Kaiba. <laughs> uh, uh, you just play a bunch of monsters at one time? They're at, yeah. That's against they're, the rules. Screw the rules, I have money. Uh, but they're the fuck out of here. Get, they're old news. Ash never hung out with those two is what they're telling us now. Now he hung out with his friends Suji, who is partners with Alucario. I'm sure they're gonna, rena- they're gonna rename if this ever gets translated in English. Makoto who is buddies with a Piplup. So those are your new friends. Fuck Brock and Misty. They're I ain't no friends with no Piplup. They're because, just, uh, because Ash's name is not Ash in the Japanese version. It's, it's like, red, right? No, it's um, <laughs> it's like Satoshi, Satoshi or something like that. Fuck that. But so. that's the thing is like, how many times have they, I feel like they've retold the initial Pokemon story a few times. It's okay. So the the the, the only problem I have with these new characters is like for for one, are Brock and Misty gonna fight him because he's like I guess yeah, so. Season, if it's retelling season gym. one, then he has to go to their gym. Yeah, so they're is... gonna be in it. Yeah. In that case, fine, whatever. It's more true to the game, in my opinion. I was never really... The game was always the primary thing for me, not the anime. Um, the second thing, though, the only thing that bugs me about these new characters is not that they're new characters, but that they have freaking Pokemon that aren't from Gen 1. But that's the like, thing. is like now make Gen 1, then make it But they're Gen not 1. remaking Gen 1. They're telling the first season again, and it's like, remember how these Pokemon who have always been a part of all the games have always been? Have always been there. Yeah, Lucario, Piplup <laughs> like, is definitely and all, and, not from and, Diamond and Pearl. It's, it's like this is like some sort of weird Twilight Zone dream of like, and all your friends are here. Like exactly. Lucario was like, I don't know Lucario. Lucario's always been here, silly. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Well, see, that's the thing. Is like, I feel like they had that one Pokemon like anime that was actually kind of like darker than the other ones. Where Ash was Oh, yeah, named... Pokemon Coliseum. Oh, yeah, no, totally. That. You have to use your dust <laughs> balls or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you got your Espeon and your Umbreon. And then you catch you other cure. You got to cure the darkness. Yeah. Something like, you got to, like, cure the Pokemon of their dark shadow selves. Yeah, well, regardless, yeah, there, there it is. Po- Ash was never friends with Brock and Misty. There you go. It's funny too, cause like, like now that I think of it, uh, this, why is this such a big deal? He like trade. He really like not, is he, he 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 had like really new not. friends every season. Like yeah, they, Tra- they went away eventually. Remember like, Tracy Sketchum? Remember Tracy? Nope. It, wait, was her name Sketchum? 
No, Tracy Sketchum was the dude with the pink headband who would. His dra- name is tra- that was Tracy. Yeah, because yeah, he, he was... would draw. Because he would draw. Oh, oh, I do remember him. Because it's Ash Ketchum because he catches him. Yeah, and Tracy Sketchum sketches him. And then I think who Todd. Was that one, who who was, was that one? Was it Todd? Was the photographer? The photographer. I snap. think he had like a pun for his last name too. I want to say Todd Snap. His name Todd, is Snap. There, there you go. Hey, he was a star um, of Pokemon Snap. Yep, he was. Um, there was that one guy that was like way better at Ash than everything. Gary in that one Oak. episode. No, not Gary Oak. He was, <laughs> it, but he was like like Ash. He had like a Pikachu as well, or something dumb. Like he had like all the same Pokemon that. Oh, I Ash remember had. that guy. But he was like he had, like, better brown than him hair, in every way. Yeah, and he had like a he, turquoise. And thing. like all their Pokemon get kidnapped by Team Rocket, and they're all in the Pokeballs. And he's like, I put little smiley faces on my Pokeballs so I can easily find mine. Ha ha! Like, and Ash's like, Oh no, I didn't do that. I can't. Find mine. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go through a list real quick of all the Pokemon season names. Okay, no. let's hear yes. it. No, let's no. hear it. Indigo already, League. I... Adventure, Adventures wait, on wait, the wait, Orange wait, Islands. Wait, wait. Starting from the beginning? Yeah, starting from the beginning. Indigo League was the first season? Yeah. I mean, that's what the I don't. The, the I don't remember that at all. That's they didn't. I think that was one of those, like, you know, That was Star not what Wars it was called back in the day. Yeah, exactly. it, was like, it was like how they renamed Star Wars, yes, Star Wars exactly. A New Hope. I yes. guess. <laughs> this, this, these get bad. Uh, the the Jotun Journeys, Jotun Jot- League Joto jo- Joto yeah I don't know why I said N. Uh, the Joto League Champions Master okay, that was, Quest that's gold that's gold basically is what yeah. that, that is the story of uh, and then we go to the Hoenn chapter which that one is called Advanced Pokemon Advanced well that's Game Boy Advance this Ruby and Ruby and Sapphire I believe that's the first games that came out on the, on the Game Boy Advance Advanced Challenge Advanced Battle I don't know what that is I don't know what those are <laughs> Battle Frontier. I, I, and then I'm they just go this point. diamond and pearl. Then they go DP. What? Yep, huh? that's, what they're oh, called. that's something completely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ba- uh, battle dimension. DP galactic battles. DP Sino Sino League victors. I don't know how to say that word. And then black and white. Okay. BW rival destinies. BW Adventures in Unova. BW yep. Adventures in Unova and Beyond. And, okay. then, and then we got KY, KY Kalos Quest, XYZ, and then Sun and Moon, which is the current one. Well, I mean, at least they like, partially got on track at some point with the names that were related to the games. But I mean, at this point, who cares? The anime was all. I mean, the, the Pokemon was launched as a multi multimedia thing. Like, it was launched as yeah. a card game, a video game, and an anime at the same time. Oh, my God. Did you guys know there's a new Pokemon movie every year? Yeah. They made one for, like, forever. That's what, I mean, that's why that one was called the first movie, because they'd I already know. made, like, three when and that came out. And they all come out like, in July. Every single one of them has come out in July. They're, but they're, most of them, I, I don't think all of them have come out in America, or in the West, I should uh, say. And I feel uh, like they had uh, different names. Most of them probably have at this and point, but, like, like they, they they're, they're not theater releases like they no, are. probably they might not. be in Japan. In Japan, I bet they're... There, you could catch them in theaters. I bet yeah. at least some of them. Probably true. That's ridiculous. Do you guys remember the first time you watched Pokemon the first movie in theaters? Or I do. Um, I watched it in theaters. Yeah, I think I think it was for a birthday party. I that was I saw stoked. It. I got the cool card and everything. I yeah, got... and, the, and the end and the end made me sad because like Ash like gets turned to freaking stone and all the Pokemon cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cry. And, look, look, and, look, and looking back, it's really terrible. But like now, I'm, but now... <laughs> now I'm like, oh okay. Uh. Yeah, I remember getting. I think it was like a. I think it was a Pikachu promo card. Is the one I got. I got the Ancient Mew. 
Yeah, I got Peaky Blinders. Look, that's in the second one. No, that was that was that was the first movie. Was it? Yeah, Ancient Mew. Uh, Ancient Mew. And then just seeing like the new Pokemon because again, like there was, <laughs> it was like before the internet, so like you couldn't look up like where all these Pokemon were coming from or whatever. So like I remember for the longest time, people were like, "That blue mouse." His name is Pika Blue. Oh, I remember that. I remember that so much. And then there's that little short before or after the movie where it was like, here's a vacation. Summer festival, yep. Yep. And it's like, here's a whole bunch of the Gen... Here's here's a bunch of the Gen 2 Pokemon that you're going to see early. I remember seeing those and being like, this is insane. Like, that that short... That short is, like, terrible, but it's like, look at these Pokemon that are just, they're just made up. How, these Pokemon are just, they're not even real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, like, at the very beginning of the movie, actually, when he, like, fights the Dawn fan, I was like, what, what is that thing? Oh, yeah. What is that that he's fighting? That's insane. Oh, this man. is crazy. Yeah, you're as, crazy. As a kid, you're like, this is insane. I don't understand any of this. Nope. And, that and that's exactly life. what your oh. parent that took you to see it is saying. I yeah, don't I mean, understand any of this. <laughs> yes, that's definitely what your that our parents were saying. I'll go ahead, my parents were not there for that. I think they would have refused on principle to go to that movie. My mom um, took me, if I remember my correctly. My mom definitely took me. Yeah. And she was like, I liked it. I didn't know what anything was going on, but I yeah. liked it. My mom was just, I remember my mom talking to one of her friends about it. It was just like, he liked it. <laughs> that was, was the like, important okay. part. Okay. When you're a parent, that's the important part, I suppose. Right? I remember I my mom was like, "I like Team Rocket. They're funny." <laughs> Those are the bad thing. guys, mom. Uh, okay. So last news story. I don't know. This this is only relevant if you guys. I was going to ask you guys to watch this, but we didn't have time. Uh, mm. Did you guys watch the video over the weekend that came out of that reviewer VG uh, video game donkey? No. Talked about. Uh, reviews and games criticism and things like that no i did not i I, okay well it made some news (laughs) i i have i did see some i have seen some of donkey's stuff i thought he was funny and then i think he said something problematic as typically those things go a youtuber says milkshake duck is a duck that drinks milkshakes everybody loves him and then he uh and so i paying attention to him so um, yeah, I'd never really, I mean, maybe vaguely heard of him before, but I had not watched his stuff before. That is not, like, I'm not trying to backhand insult him either. That is just, like, I'm not, I'm not up to date with, like, what is current streaming or YouTuber. I'm not, that's mm-hmm. me. No, that's not, that's not, that's not him. Uh, okay, I'll just do a quick summary. We'll go into detail. I was, I was thinking we could have a conversation about it, but we've already gone long on the rest of the news. Um, but basically he just breaks down, like, a lot of your classic cliche... Like, video game review sites are bad because they, like, because XYZ, they're too beholden to publishers, and also, they're, all their reviews sound the same, and the scores are only 7 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of his criticisms, I will say, before I, you know, before I, like, before I act like I'm, like, bagging on him, like, a lot of his criticisms are totally valid. Like, a lot of reviews do sound the same. There's a lot of reviews that have the same phrases and language, and, like, there's certain words, like, visceral and all that kind of stuff that get used like way too much that are that are lazy and bad um and a lot of reviews to that and a lot of scores are stupid because a lot of scores are seven to ten in uh in in range Mm. but his his but also his arguments are based on a lot of like presuppositions about how 
video games video like journalism yeah. works and mm-hmm. like how the reviewers work and who the writers are and a lot of the a lot of his arguments are like based on assumptions and then like he doesn't bother to answer the questions he asks like um something i linked in here phil kohler did a big tweet storm uh-huh. breaking breaking down the video and 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 again it wasn't like a, a hate piece it wasn't like a oh this guy's dumb because of xyz it was actually a very much like here's some things i agree with here's some things that he got like not quite right um and it's basically a, a, a lot of people on the internet because like this, this got posted to reddit which is where i saw it first and like everybody in the comments was just like this toy, like spot on, man. It's like so true. And, I, mm-hmm. and even I, I'm, I'm not you. Uh, we're none of us do this for a job. We're not part of a big video game website. But I think as journalism majors and like people who follow certain big industry people uh, closely enough, we understand that that's not how this process works. Totally. And that like the general public doesn't seem to have an understanding very well of how editorships and how writers and editors and copy desks and marketing teams and all that kind of stuff like works mm-hmm. and everyone still points to Jeff, Jeff Gersman being fired at GameSpot over Kane and Lynch uh-huh. um, yeah. as like oh yeah this is an example of why it's that was, that was 10 years ago now and he also um, explained why it happened, like you know yeah which which was totally bad like the the reason he got fired was bullshit like it was not like a justified firing I don't think but um and that lost GameSpot a lot of credibility for good reason, in my opinion. I, I was, like, an avid GameSpot fan until that happened. When that happened, I was... And it wasn't even because of the hate mob. Like, I was just like, oh, dude. Like, my, my favorite Lots reviewer. Favorite, my, yeah. Reviewer, like, left and under really awkward circumstances, too. Like, it was a bummer. Um, so, anyway, I'll just say that, like, it's an interesting video to watch. Because, like, I, I think that it's important just like with games criticism in general, to look at any criticism and say like, hey, what are the valid points here? And there are lots of valid points that he makes. Um, but it is it is like very much like a, these are the same things that we've heard for a while. He's just not as angry about them. He wasn't mm-hmm. being like, these sites are stupid and the worst and I hate all of them. He wasn't saying that. He was He was explaining some things further than that and he was comparing them and contrasting them to YouTube viewers. But then also, like, the things he's pointing out that are bad about video game sites, it's like, yeah, but YouTubers are susceptible to those exact same things. Uh-huh. In, in, in fact, if not more so, because they don't have a marketing team that is sh- – or an editorial team that's shielding them from any of that publisher relations. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I mean, interesting. That's... It's an interesting watch. It's, a, it's, 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 it's not a bad video. I will say that. It's not even – like, I don't even think that he's stupid or – completely 100% wrong he makes a lot of good points but I just think he comes he comes with some assumptions it's like if you assume those things to be true everything makes sense in this video but why should you assume those things to be true shouldn't mm-hmm. you check with actual reviewers first before you assume that kind of thing and he uses examples of cherry he cherry picks examples from GameSpot and IGN the two biggest video game websites mm-hmm. of course but then he I uses mean- that to like plaster every video game journalist as if like sites like Giant Bomb for instance or Waypoint or Polygon that are very personality focused are obviously very different from the way that those other big sites are writing. I think that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's ultimately, like, kind of my thing is that, like, I don't really, like, I don't really just blindly go to, like, what does this site say about this game or whatever, like, anymore. And I haven't for a while. It's been more like I appreciate the style of writing and the opinion of this you know uh writer or reviewer writer. Mm-hmm. and that's exactly and, what he talks about and yeah. i will go 
I, I will see what they have to say about it. And then not even like, oh, they didn't like it. I won't like it. It's more like, right. oh, It's much well. more like, oh, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah here's like, why I didn't like it. Like, all the hate for Destiny I kept hearing about, I was like, well, that's fine. I'm, I actually don't mind any of this. I'm going to buy this game regardless, despite all the bad you know, reviews. And turns right. out I liked it. And it's that's all because about it was well informing written. yourself. Yeah, and you know, so often it's so easy to just look at a score and be like, oh, this game, this, this game is bad. And it's like, well, maybe they say it's bad. And, you know, everyone has their own personal subjective tastes, you know. Some people, yeah. like, love crappy games. I know some people love, um, what's the game, Alpha Protocol. Like, they think it's one of the greatest games ever. Oh, yeah. 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 And some people, most I think, people are just like... I think I know okay. the specific friend yeah, who is do. like... Which is fine. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're talking game. about. It's yeah. like, uh, Someone who might say the prequels... It, but... Someone who might say the Star Wars prequels are not that bad, quote Oh, unquote. yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. That we right. had a big discussion that was so loud in the newsroom that someone got very mad at us. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, but the, the, the thing is, is, the way I look at reviews now is like, I... Use, like, I go to, I, I do the thing, I go to Metacritic and get kind of, like, a general, like, and Metacritic taste, is not, Metacritic of, is not bad. Let's, like, be good, clear on yeah, that. Like, it's, it's a me- taste. Metacritic is, is, should not be your only measuring tool. Exactly. That's, it, that's the key thing about Metacritic, is, like, if you go and say, the Metacritic score for this is 70%, it's garbage, like, okay, that's, then that's all you're going to base things off of, then you're dumb. Yeah. But, like, yeah, going in there and being like, okay, before I even look into this game at all, like, What's the general baseline for what yeah. people are saying? And then from there, I bad. go to like people I actually care about, like opinion and stuff like that. And, and like you me. know what people should get. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, and then I go to, you know, some people could go to their favorite YouTuber or whatever and check that out. You know, their favorite gaming personality and see what their opinion is. You know, because I think the most the best thing you can do for any type of criticism is find someone who aligns pretty closely with your opinions and then just follow them closely. I do that with like movies. Yeah, I do that. A lot I wouldn't with even TV say shows. that. Um. That's, yeah, it's kind of it's gotten me through a lot of things of just being like, okay, this person says they like it. I mean, I'll probably like it because they have a very similar taste. That being yeah. said, you know, everyone is. That's, still that's not even that's not even what you just said is like perfectly fine. It's not even wrong. But I think like more important than making sure that your tastes align with theirs, but just making sure that you understand their perspective. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like wh- whether or not like if it's great. Yeah, if you can find someone who like matches up with you pretty well, it's like then great. If they like a game, then you'll probably like it too. But even if you find someone that's like, oh, you know what? I actually disagree with this critic. Like, for me, it's Austin Walker. Like, I don't like a lot of the games that Austin Walker really likes, but I love him as a critic. He's mm-hmm. such a good critic. When he analyzes a game, like, I can really understand where he's coming from, what his problems with it are, and maybe I'll still like it. Or maybe I won't like it, you know, whatever the you know descriptions are at all. But, like, he likes a lot of games that I don't and dislikes a lot of games that I do like. And we have some overlap where like it ends up working out, but I still really love him as a critic because he's very good at being a critic and he knows how to word his thoughts and 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 edit them and write them out and speak them uh, very effectively in a way that makes me understand if this game would be good for me or not, regardless of um, his overall impressions at the end. The the interesting thing about the video is that it does something exactly like that, where it says like the problem with video game big websites like IGN or GameSpot is they're too decentralized. And it's just like, this IGN score is 7. Um, and then he says, like, that's not a problem with YouTube reviewers. Hmm. But as Phil Kohler responds in his, if you read, it's a, it's a massive tweet storm. So it's like, it's like 40 tweets long. So it's a good thing, but you should read through it. Um, but he says at some point, basically, that like, no, that's exactly, the, that's like a problem either way. Like, mm-hmm. know the writer. Right? Like, yeah, it's IGN, but don't look at it as IGN. It's got a byline. Read the byline. Who Who's it written by? Do you, have you read that mm-hmm. writer a lot? 
And if you haven't, that's fine. But if I was shown a YouTube reviewer, if, if you show me one of Dunkey's reviews, for instance, I've never watched this thing. This is the first video of Dunkey's I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. So if you show me one of his reviews, I wouldn't know if his review was good or not because I haven't followed him and I don't know what his opinions are on games. So, like, the idea that just because you're a YouTube reviewer, you... You're free like, of the man's <laughs> influence. <laughs> it's not even that. It's more just sort of like, oh, you can you know what their opinions are. It's like, no, I don't. I don't know what your opinion is, Dunky. I've never listened to you or watched you before. If someone just randomly showed me one of your videos, I wouldn't know if I would like the game or not. I would just know if you liked the game or not. And once I watch a lot of your videos, then I'll get to know what kind of games that you like or don't like. And then I would start to form my own critical basis around that, right? But it's the same thing, the exact thing with writers and reviews. You don't know when you first watch – like if I just link you a random IGN article and you've never heard of that writer before, you don't know if they thought it was good or not really. But if you read that writer a lot, then you'll eventually know what their opinions and tastes are. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's it's still – like I said, I don't think it's a bad video in any case. I just think it, it has a lot of bad points, but I mm-hmm. think that it's also got a lot of good points. And I think that like Phil Kohler's uh, re- kind of response to it um, – like I said, it's a very good – it's a very measured response, too. It's not very, like, incendiary. It's not very angry or defensive. A lot of people – he said, he mentions in his thing that a lot of people think that, like, YouTubers and big sites are, like, against each other and this has to be, like, a fight if one of them has to win or something like – it. really, they're just they're just kind of like two sides of the same coin. Totally. And it really doesn't have to be a fight at all. I don't think it should be. Like, we're kind of an in-between, right? Like, we're obviously not a big site. We never have been. We never. I, we never will be. Um, <laughs> but we're never we're say really, never. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but us. but we're not like a YouTube. Uh, you know, we're we're like we're more on the spectrum of being a YouTube based, like yeah. you know, a small independent thing. Um, and who, I feel if like you all of us, podcast, all of us, have, you'd be like, why is this person like the Jumanji trailer? I'm not trusting their opinions ever yeah, again. Yeah, ever again, never again. But they wouldn't have known that because that was before the podcast I was started. Say, but now that you've just said it out loud. You keep bringing that up like we talked about that. <laughs> but it's... Listen, man. Listen, everyone, let's just be clear. Ethan liked the new Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle trailer. I thought it was okay. Yep, we'll give you a moment of silence there to kind of scream and yell your frustrations. I thought I might like it. All the things that you thought about I looked at that previously and thought about like what away. other trailers have showed me and if I would like a trailer similar to this. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is probably the type of trailer I like. No, you're for... you're the critic. You're the person who's supposed to be discerning and, and give the people. Oh, shoot. Anyway, the point that... is that even though we're small and independent, I was just saying the point is that we um, we come from a journalistic background that I think understands a lot of what like the the the. the the video game reviewer scene understands. So we're kind of, we're in an in-between level of a lot of like YouTube versus big site kerfuffles. I feel like all the kerfuffs too many kerfuffles. Anyway, I'll say it again. One last time. Check out that video. Yeah, I should probably watch that. It's a, it's, it's a decent watch. It's like, again, I don't think I agree with most of it, but I think it's an interesting analysis and he's not very, again, he's not very incendiary about it. So, as much as he could be compared to some people on YouTube and Reddit and all those kind of places. Yeah. That about does it for the news, though. So, you know what time it is. I know what time it is. Oh, I know. Oh, you know. It's trailer trash time. Gator day day Let's talk about that game criticism. What game we have? Ethics and game trailer. Get it out! Ethics and game trailers. Ethics and game trailers. Don't. 
it's all yep. about the ethics in game trailers. Who's cutting these trailers together? Better not be no SJWs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Gosh, all I'm saying. Uh, it's hot in here, man. I'm losing yeah, my mind. <laughs> I, so I've been drink, I've been drinking wine because I had some left. I have some wine uh-huh. that was left over from the other night, and then the AC turned off. I'm next to my computer, which is very, which runs very yeah, hot. Yeah, I don't. I didn't realize I'm, how quickly I'm, is, it is warm. Gaming PCs are like cooking ovens in the summer. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. This. they it's, they heat up the entire room, man. If oh, I just yeah. like want to like in the winter it was actually kind of nice oh, yeah, so winter, i was like great. i don't need to run the heat i'll just turn this thing on yeah it's 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 very hot in here i had a big can of fosters to take up all your clothes which i thought would help but it only helped so much and it is gone now i can't run my fan because it'll ruin the audio quality i had a popsicle it's gone now though that's what i want we're left with sadness all that's left is sadness. Um, so, our first trailer for this evening is Next Up Hero. Yes. Which we were a little confused as to what the actual, like, game, how it worked. <laughs> how, how it worked. <laughs> how it worked, game. Uh, yeah, this was a, uh, like, an isometric kind of, it looked dual, like a dual stick shooter kind of game with this really kind of bubbly art style. And then when a hero dies, it's implied that other people in the world will then continue. Like in the, the real game? world, not just in the gaming world, will be able to like find that hero and like add them to their like, pool of heroes that are falling behind them, Pikmin style. and. They all fight together. Kind yeah, of thing. and it seems like when you fight a boss, the accumulated heroes create some kind of like big familiar, big hero, a big hero alongside. six, for instance. I don't know. It looked interesting though. It, it, did, it yeah, it didn't look bad, and the art style was kind of cool. A little, a little mobile gamey, but but not like in a bad way. Like a good, like well designed one of those. Definitely. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The art style was was interesting. Like it it. Like I was fully ready to be like this looks bad, but the, I don't know. It was pretty charming and the concept. Like that's the thing is like I don't know if these other players if it's an online function, but it seemed like it was kind of like happening in the same room. But I don't know because yeah, it's it really... was it, like they showed people, but they weren't like very, it wasn't like on a couch. It was like on a blue screen. And then like yeah. when, when their character died, their like human form shattered into pixel version. And like a new person showed up instead. And it was like unclear. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's just, it, it, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But I mean, like it again, I, well, I probably won't ever play this because it looks like because this trailer was for Xbox. I don't know what other platforms this game's coming out for, but yeah, it, it looks like an Xbox exclusive according to this trailer. But who knows? That might be like a timed exclusive, or just that was the Xbox trailer version, or who could say? Yeah. Also, who knows? It could just come to the PC because they're becoming well, every, the same thing. Theoretically, every Xbox game from now on should also be coming to the PC. I wonder if that's mandated for indies, though. It is mandated for... Yeah, well, I don't know about indies, but it is mandated for all the other ones. If you're an indie, why wouldn't you, though? Why wouldn't you come to the Yeah, PC? that's a good point. Why wouldn't yeah. you start there? Yeah. Well, I mean, these days, with Steam being, yeah, like, it's... the mess it is, like, in terms of, like, how much garbage is thrown onto Steam, like... 
I don't blame someone for starting onto a console if that means better coverage, right? That's a good yeah. point. Uh, anyway, moving on. Fortnite, a game that is a real video game out in 2017. This oh. trailer was pretty cool. I yeah. Mean, it, was all, it was all cinematics, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, uh, I don't know if we're going to be allowed to say this, but Ethan and I have played Fortnite. Yeah. That's all I'll really say. Yeah, like, we, we talk about we, it, but... We did, yeah, we did talk about, we did sign, like, non-disclosures about it, so... That's it. That's all <laughs> I can say. Um... But this game, I, it was a while ago that I played it now, too. Like, like at least six months ago, if not more. And it, this trailer makes it seem like they might have changed at least a few things about it. But it, the trailer is basically showing that it's like a tower defense style. Like, you hold down a fort, you build some barricades and zombies attack, and mm-hmm. you got some traps for them, and you got all these different characters in the game and they all their own unique weapons and they're all very personality, very team fortress two. Um, you mentioned what, what was it? You said you mentioned sunset overdrive, right? It looked Ricardo? very, it looked like style wise in terms of the way the characters looked and kind of the weird banter and a little, a little less in your face than sunset overdrive. It was definitely but... like a more friendly sunset overdrive and a less right. kind of try hardy. Although there were a couple of jokes in here that it was like, yeah, uh, there's a couple of jokes that just were like, but, yeah. But for the most part, it was like, it was, it was an enjoyable trailer. Like I, I thought it was well done. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. And it was a good cinematic, like the, the graphics look good. It was a good cinematic look to it. It, Like this game appears to have way more story than I first thought. But before, this is not even talking from my experience playing the game, which again, I can't talk about it. I'm talking about. Just like when I heard the name Fortnite and heard the vague rumblings around the internet about what it was, that uh, that's you know what I mean. That's not what mm-hmm. I thought it would be. Like, I thought it was just gonna be like kind of this mechanics focused, almost Minecrafty crafting game totally. with fighting and shooting, but it's like way more like got personality and cartooniness to it that I didn't expect. So, um, interesting. It's coming out soon. In is it July or August? It's Pretty soon. I don't know. There's uh, uh, on early access. It's coming out in early yeah, access. I was gonna soon. say there's. Yeah. It's been in early access for like forever, but it's now in paid. Yeah, it looks. Oh yeah, neat. Oh, yeah like... right. I forgot. We we we. The um the YouTube description says Fortnite will be available in paid early access for PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC. But it doesn't say when. And Mac, but not when. <laughs> but not when. Yes. Just that it will be. Yeah, I I uh I'm like I remember looking forward to this. Uh, game for a good long while it's been coming out but I kind of forgot about it. I remember it was like initially announced because I think this is Epic Studios? It is. Say. It is Epic. This, yeah. is the, this was announced as the first Unreal 4 game. Yeah like, and it the, was like kind of the like, first thing that was announced. Now. It was kind of like the first thing that was kind of announced after Gears seemed to be headed into like a hiatus after after uh Epic and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. That looks neat. And then I think Cliffy B left the company, and a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah, since lo- the, they, they uh, got kind of like got partially owned by Tencent. Yeah, at this point, like a Chinese-based mobile company. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, but moving on, guys, to the winner of this week's trailer trash, uh, Layton's Mystery Journey. Uh, I still know how to pronounce his name. Cattrell. Kit. Kit. 
Katria? I don't know. She says it at some point in the trailer, Katrell? but I can't remember so because because I was like, that late, doesn't sound like what the name should be. I think it Leighton, is Catriel. Leighton's mystery journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy, a name that's very hard to that does not roll off a tongue well at all. Mm-hmm. I want everyone it. to try it. Ethan, say it. Uh, say the name. Say the, read, Leighton's read the mystery name. journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy. He oh, got that was pretty it. good. That was really well, Ricardo. Your turn. Leighton's mystery journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy. It's it's the Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy. Yeah, that, that definitely that that's the part that that gets you. Yeah, I said it unsuccessfully earlier. Uh, I did too. I did too before we started. So this is a continuation this is an anime. of the Leighton saga. Which is uh, not Professor Layton. Well, Professor Layton is in the Layton saga. But yes. I th- is is this the first game with Catrio? I feel like she's been. In, I, I I she feel must like have it been has in other to. games. No, but she I feel like been in other games. I feel like she's like it's. This is very much feels like an introduction of. Well, they in of the beginning her. they show they show a bunch of Professor Layton in the beginning. Yeah. Like they they show a bunch of him. In the kind of flashback style, this is like a very anime trailer. Like most of the game of this trailer does not show any gameplay at all. It shows like cutscenes, which are all animated, which look very nice. They're very beautiful. Um, and 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 very much like a lot of like Japanese trailers that we've seen, it shows a bunch of unrelated scenes strung together that have no like unlike a, a Western trailer for a movie or a video game where it has like a very much like cut, edit, cut, show progress show build up kind of a climax of some kind and then some sort of dramatic end and then like title card and that's like that's a very western trailer style to do mm-hmm. japanese trailers just... japanese trailers tend to be just like here's a scene cut here's a different scene cut uh, what, here's another scene uh, like, like at what point con- chronologically does this one happen i who knows like yeah. it's just, it's... <laughs> what characters are talking what are they talking about what are they? Who are they talking to? Eh, it doesn't really matter. Just here's like dialogue, <laughs> like from the from the game. There's a talking dog. There's a talking I was gonna say we're, we're bare- talking beagle. I don't know. Can't tell if it's a beagle or if it's a basset hound. Oh, it's true. It could be a basset hound. Uh, That's very British. I was gonna say it's Every, very, everyone's very British. Very much bearing the lead that the star of this trailer is the talking dog. Uh, who I don't think we ever <laughs> who hear has the name. some great anime moments of just like, like the box of the dog head going, "What is going on?" Like, <laughs> yes, and he has a very British accent, which everybody does. But yeah. him and the waiter boy, butler boy character, yeah, butler boy, <laughs> uh, have just Billy like. Butler. Okay, here here are all the games, guys. Uh, Professor, you are right. Games? This, this, yeah, this is the first. This is indeed the first. Uh, Catriel game, I guess. Professor Layton and the Curious Village. That's the Professor first Layton. Yes, that's the first one. Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box, or Pandora's Box, depending on, I guess, your region. Um, Professor Layton and the Unwound Future, slash the Lost Future, depending on, I guess, the region. Jesus, and pick a name. Professor, Lay- Professor Layton and the Last Spectre, or the Spectre's Call, again. Um, Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Yeah. They did have a crossover at one point. And there's lots of scenes in this, there's lots of scenes in this cutscene, in this trailer of, of her going, like, pointing at the camera in uh-huh. a very, like, Phoenix Wright way. And then last one is Professor Layton and the Arzan, like, Ar- Azran Legacy. And then lastly is Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy. 
Catriel and the Millionaire. That's the, that's the, that's the I feel like there was some Leighton Brothers thing at some point. I don't know if that was related or whatever. I don't know. I've never played any of these games, although I've always yeah, seen them and been I, like, these games seem neat. This I one wanted to, but I never, you know. This one's a mobile game? It looked like it was, but again, they never showed any, they, they showed gameplay for like one second, and it looked like a phone screen. Totally. It was like long ways. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't really look like a 3DS display. Oh, it's, so it's in development for Nintendo 3DS and iOS and huh. Android. It's what this, what this Wikipedia article I says. I literally just Googled Catriel, and the first thing that came up was Catriel Layton yeah. from the Professor I mean, Layton wiki. I mean, yeah, yeah. Weird. His name is Herschel Layton. It's a very British... Herschel Layton. This is a great trailer, guys. I We can't really describe it because it was just a bunch of scenes. Yes. But, but like, a... go watch it because it's, like, really good animation. It's really pretty. It's... The, everyone's super British and at saying a bunch point, of stuff. No one knows what's in There's a boulder. At one point, yeah, there's a boulder just rolling down the street. At one point, Catriel has got, like, all the suspects rounded up in a room, and she's like, I know who perpetrated the crime. It was you. you. And then she points to a birdcage, and there's a toucan in it. And the toucan's like, did it do it? Did it do it? Did it do it? And I'm just like, the, what the fuck is going on? And they're like... And they're, like, biking down the streets of London, and there's a giant boulder, Indiana Jones-style, yeah. following behind them for some reason. Uh, I felt... What was the other, what was the other scene that the dog was, like, the dog was, like, going, whoa, and, like, had the separate text box that, the separate, like... I, 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 don't, like, <laughs> I don't fairly remember, man. This Go watch great, this trailer. This is a great we're trailer. Sorry, we're sorry we can't properly describe it to you, like, the way we usually do. It's It, it defies... It, it's in London. It takes place in London. Totally. I thought it was fake London at first, but it's actually re- Lee... real London. Oh yeah, the 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 tower of the the Big Ben is a wafer. Co- is like it's like it's a wafer. And oh then, yeah. Like, and then the dog Bruh. goes like what? And then like the the, <laughs> the butler goes like oh of course it's a wafer on the top of the. And everyone's just like what is going? Why are you talking about wafers? What's going on? Yes, it seems like Catriel is very much the the spunky mystery solver. The 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 dog is kind of the blustery like. That could be right, sort of thing, and then her. He's the Watson. He's the Watson. And then her, to her Sherlock. And then her milk toast butler friend is just like, "Oh yes, of course, Lady Catriel, you've that got it. Sense. You've got it right on." <laughs> and uh, don't at one point like they talk about murders. She's like, three people were murdered in the same day, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is a really cutesy looking cartoon thing." I didn't think they were. I didn't think hey, Professor man. Layton solved murders. I thought he solved like stolen art. Yeah, things. Professor Layton. Like... Professor Layton didn't because he's an old bitch. Catriel, <laughs> she hardcore. She throw dark. She don't care. She's gonna. Go... She's in London. He was. He was out in the countryside in little in little curious towns. Yeah, yeah. she goes. He was, like, he was in curious villages, and she's out in the middle of the city where shit is going down. Exactly. Yeah. It's rough man. out here. You gotta roll with a talking dog on the streets, on the streets of London. Guys, lady, why was that? lady Layton. Why, why, why do they draw the dog's butthole? Why do they do that? <laughs> that's a very anime. That's a very anime. Ethan, Bri- Ethan brought up on I think two to three two occasions, occasions, I believe. Yeah, because it's so distracting. <laughs> dogs' buttholes are distracting. Why, you live with you a sta- dog. You should why, know that. Why are you staring at a dog's butthole so much, man? I don't know. Just don't I think that you should stop victim blaming the dog. All right, the let it I'm wear, gonna... let it wear what it wants, and I'm gonna you tell my, I'm control gonna tell your Mike. emotions. I'm gonna tell Mike because you live with the dog. 
I don't want to tell Mike that you're looking at his dog's butt. That's a real dog. <laughs> it's an animated dog. You don't have to draw that. Just don't. All right, all right, all right. You're saying Scooby Doo wouldn't have been improved by drawing Scooby Doo's <laughs> butthole on every. Yes, no, I but am. Scrap, but Scrappy Doo definitely would have. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Speaking of buttholes, Kirby's blowout blast. <laughs> Blow it out your ass. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It doesn't have anything to do with buttholes, but it just really felt right. Uh, hey, you know Kirby, right? He, yeah, he steals it. He, yeah, he, he eats an enemy and he steals his powers, right, Ricardo? Yeah, not so much this time around. Oh, uh, wait, no, what? This time around, he's just all about sucking and blowing. Uh, I've had half it's a bottle too of hot. wine at this point. It's this, too hot. It's too hot. It's too, it's too hot. So for this is the new. This is the new Kirby game for Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it now? Yeah. Uh, it really blows. So it's it's a it's kind of like a 3D platformer in which the main mechanic is that Ser- it's Serbia. It seems like a puzzle. Like a <laughs> Serbia. It's Serbia. It's Serbia. It starts World War One. So <laughs> Kirby can suck up enemies and he spits them back out at other enemies, and you can do these big kind of like combination blasts. This, by... this seems almost like a puzzle platformer, and that like the levels seem very discreet and like. Uh, or distinct, I should say, not discreet. They're very, <laughs> they're very se- secret levels. <laughs> they're, very, they're very secret levels. But no, they seem very separated in terms of, like, like, oh, in this level, the puzzle is, how, can you suck up all the enemies and kill them all in one shot kind of thing? Like, that's, it, it's hard to tell, but that seemed to be kind of the, the mechanics of mm-hmm. the game. Totally. Uh, I don't know. It looked kind of neat. I was saying that, like, the first Kirby game was all about this mechanic. He didn't actually steel powers until the second Kirby game. Uh so this is I don't know. It looked neat. Uh it's also interacts guys, it interacts with your Kirby what? Planet Robobot save by giving you get this. What? Wait okay, yeah, yeah. Exclusive Yeah statues in the what? overworld <laughs> that Wait, you can look you... at. It's also different music. music oh yes, different yes, yes, music, yes. man. But the music might play. Wait, but don't worry. That that might sound disappointing, but don't worry. It's got Amiibo support. Yes. That's pretty awesome. Okay, so what do you get if you transfer in your so, Amiibos? So, so check this. Check this. You, you got some Kirby-related sty- Kirby Amiibos. Let's do say, I? Smash Bros. or something like that. You got a new 3DS or a little attachment for your yeah, 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 3DS. Yeah. You could go ahead, put your Amiibo on yeah. the thingy, and guess what you're going to get <gasps> in Kirby game. It's going to be awesome. You get some exclusive... Statue. Oh shit! World area. Yeah, this I, that was really weird. I don't know. I mean, but why do I need a statue? My ami- amiibo is a statue. Dude, it's deep. Statue in your game. Oh, I guess I do want it in my game. Toys of Life. Right. Moving on. Toys to, of Toys. <laughs> moving on to not thief, not Sea of Thieves, but Thief of Thieves. How much uh, more thievery which, can we do? Which is based on the comic by Robert Kirkman. You might remember from your favorite TV series, Walking Dead. Yep, definitely my favorite. Original TV series, The Walking Dead. (laughs) Your favorite TV series somehow still on the air, The Walking Dead. Your favorite TV series that is bad and was never really that good, but people somehow liked it, and then they stuck around with it because they liked it in the beginning. They must keep watching it. Your favorite TV series, which the first season was 
pretty much as good as a series, a season of a TV show could be, and then they really just didn't have a plan after that. After that. Even though it's based on an existing comic book franchise that has been going for a long, 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 long time. But what if we got out of that and started with? stealing stuff? That's crazy. Next You're trailer. You're all crazy. Uh, Thief, no, Thief of Thieves. It looks cool. Yeah, I'll say it, I like uh, it. I like it had a, it had a very um, Wolf Among Us style. Like, this is a comic book in a video game. You know what I mean? Like, Walking Dead had this too, I guess. But Wolf Among Us, I think, had it more so of just like, this is... Um, this is, like, comic book styled, but is obviously, you know, a video game, 3D images, and it was kind of a stealth game, it seemed, but it also involved, like... Some kind of it, heist elements. Yeah, it was like, hey, you plan, then you go in and you sneak, and then... Go in. There was one that was, like, become, and I was like, what, what's going on? Now they're just throwing words at us. <laughs> um, Fish. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it looked neat. I not I I hadn't really heard of Thief of Thieves before, but it's uh, it's you know, a comic book series I suppose. That's what what they tell me, and this game looked like. I don't know. I I wasn't like super sold in it, but it, it didn't look bad. This trailer loved strings. It loved to blare strings in your ear. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I we were making fun of it. Ricardo and I were going. Yeah, it was very loud with the strings. but And the strings were playing, and it wouldn't have been a problem if the strings were playing like a melody of some kind, but they kind of were just playing like just a note like, over and over again. It was just it was like, like one it was like one bar of, of melody over and over and over again. Yeah, it was droning, to say the least. But the game looked okay. Like, it, it looked interesting enough. I don't... I just... Don't know if it showed quite enough of what the actual kind of like sustained gameplay was going to be because it was kept cutting back and forth between like what seemed to be the planning like day phase and like what seemed to be a sort of stealing night phase. I do like the idea of, like, a full heist game because a lot of games have you partake in, like, thievery or stealing, but it's never really the full process mm-hmm. it's just more it's just more of like a what oh, about hey, grand theft auto yeah so i mean that i heard those are the coolest parts of grand theft auto 5 they totally of, were like, and they happen yeah. like twice so. <laughs> yeah of like hey you gotta scope out the place you gotta plan what you're gonna do when you, you get in you gotta decide like, what you want to do yeah and how who's who's do who's gonna go with you and how they're gonna do it mm-hmm. and then then execute and then get away and like that's a cool like i used to love books and comics and things like that and uh uh do, do, do either of you guys read artemis fowl back in the day no never Mm-mm. artemis fowl is that was big when we were growing up as a uh, children's book series i i still have a fondness for it because i read them when i was when i was a kid um that's very much in that regard of just like i mean planning that, heists and heists going on i mean like, yeah that's what i love about sly cooper two and three is even though it's not like it's obviously it they are nonlinear in a certain sense, but they are also like very much like you have to do it this way and that way is that you're set off on like a big overworld and then it's like, all right, you need to do this mission, this mission, that mission, because this mission pertains to this part of the heist, this mission pertains to that part of the heist and that one. And then when you finish all those, it's like, all right, now we do the heist and all the stuff that you set up with the previous missions is going to like come to fruition. And that's what I always liked about those games that, and like the fact that you were a team of thieves and doing stuff like that. 
But uh, this is the reason. This is the reason that I have the unpopular opinion that Assassin's Creed One is my favorite Assassin's Creed. Uh huh. Because because it's, I'm not even saying that Assassin's Creed One is the best video game of the Assassin's mm. Creed series, I, which I, for the most part, dislike all the Assassin's Creed games. But um, I liked one the best because you actually do hi- you actually do assassin stuff. Like you overhear conversations, you find exit routes that. You, that you know you don't know about you hear about the guy who's oh i'm going in that day but i'm out six so i'm gonna send a replacement in to 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 go through the front door instead of me and like all that kind of stuff and then you do it and then you go in on that day you know what i mean and you and the oh you know that the archer isn't there because he's because he likes to ditch his post on the southern on the southern side and you know that there's actually a secret trap door that no one knows about on the the bottom floor like that kind of stuff is why I like that. It's because it, you felt like you were planning a real assassination, and then you do an assassination, and then you leave, mm-hmm. as opposed to just like killing everybody in the entire building. Totally, uh, which is what the games become like two games. On. And the thing is, the funny thing about that, Matt, is that after I heard you talk about that, I've been finding a lot more people who are like very much like I like Assassin's Creed One and could care less about anything after that one. Whereas, like, I think you either have that opinion or you have the opinion that the series only went, like, up from one and then it fell back down. And then it went back up for a second and then it went back down. Uh, Or you just hate all of the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I I get why they're popular, but at this point they've become so generic, in my opinion, that I'm I'm pretty bored with them. Mm -hmm. But, uh... That first game, well, I admit 100% that it is not a well-executed game perfectly. It, at the time, it was very revolutionary. I think that everyone forgets that looking back, because Assassin's Creed 2 and 3, are pro- or Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood are probably better playing games, and that's why they're better regarded in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't always look at just the gameplay when I think of what I like about a game, me totally. personally. Um, moving on to Shadow of Mordor. Uh, Nemesis Forge trailer. This is almost like not even a thing. Yeah, it's this weird because is... I saw this was announced. Ethan, was Ethan, like, why did you add this? What? I added this. I yeah, added no, it. I'm, no, I'm gonna blame Ethan. Okay. What? Ethan, why? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I did nothing wrong. Because you haven't talked in a while, so I'm. Uh, I was just, I was just did nothing to contribute to your Assassin's Creed. Uh, Shadow of Mordor. Nemesis Forge is basically a save upload system. They're adding to Shadow of Mordor. That's. That's the. I don't. Do you remember your nemesis at all? From do the I first remember game? the nemesis? Your nemesis from the first game. <laughs> do you remember them? Do I remember my nemesis? Remember your nemesis? Um, no. We were talking about this when the trailer aired. Of like, it's so the basically the this trailer is. This is like not even trailer. I, this is not even like new DLC content. It's just like a feature that says like, hey, when you hit this button, it's gonna like find who your biggest nemesis was currently and find who your biggest follower was currently. And like save that for you, and then when you when you play Shadow of War coming out this fall, buy it now, pre-order, get the bonus for it. You'll then your new then your nemesis and your biggest follower will be with you. And I was like, oh, I thought this was gonna be like a gameplay. I thought this was actually gonna be like a thing, like a thing, or even like at the very least a build because it's like Nemesis Forge. I thought you would like build your own nemesis kind of thing inside of it. No, no, nothing like that. It's just like. 
it just like uploads what you currently have on your save file. And to answer your question, Ethan, no, I don't. I haven't played that game in like two years. I don't remember what my big. I killed like all my nemesis. I, I don't was remember gonna what say, the biggest current one is. I, I remember like a specific guy. I of course don't remember his name, but I remember like a specific guy who I quote unquote killed multiple times. And who kept coming back, like, I remember that guy very fondly, and I could tell you what he looks like, but I couldn't tell you what his name was. But the thing is, is I'm pretty sure I fully murdered that guy, so unless they're gonna, like, fully I mean, at the gonna, end, like, you... resurrect that guy and be like, no, he's alive again. I mean, at the end of the, the game, game, you go against your number one, like, dude, right? Like, you go against, they, they pull Yeah, like, most... at that point, like, they take all the biggest threats and send them against you uh, against you and all your like biggest allies but i don't know i don't know hmm <laughs> yeah it's not even i i don't it's it's like it's like if the save if like the um the like mass effect style like oh you carry over your save from the last game if that was, like, announced as a feature and they had released an entire trailer just for that, that's what this is. It's not even, like, it doesn't even carry over your save or anything. It just carries over one orc or one orc that's your enemy and one orc that's your friend. That's it. That's all it carries over. Mm-hmm. It's very limited. Lastly is Doomfist, the origin story trailer from Overwatch. We talked about this earlier, that there's a new character called Doomfist. This is a cool animated trailer. Kind of anime esque, mm-hmm. totally. Uh, uh, about it's two things. It's in the present tense. It's Doomfist breaking out of jail by punching his cell wall so many times that it breaks open. That's, that'd be uh, a good fist for that. Yep. I, he actually, if you look up his backstory, which I have because I read wow. the lore. Wow. Because I've been reading the lore. Wow. His, his his left his uh, his right arm, I should say, is uh, is 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 mechanical or is like an is like a robot arm. It's not a real arm. So what? He can just punch through arms. So he's they got that, and he's they, got the gauntlet. Like they left on that with in prison. They just were like, yeah, so, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? Like they, they didn't think about that when they put him in prison. I know. I agree. Yeah. So there's been three doom fists in the Overwatch lore. There what? was one. There was like one guy who was kind of a good guy, so to speak, who like who like led an uprising to get get rid of a dictatorship. But he kind of like you know obviously then became the ruler himself. So. He was like a he, he was he was kind of like most people in New, the Numbani region where he comes from liked him, but then there was another guy that like took over after he died or killed him. I can't remember exactly the story, but uh, he took that Doom Fist from him and became the second Doom Fist. And he was kind of like a warlord and he was kind of evil. Um, and then the third Doom Fist is this dude, which is the Doom Fist from this this trailer. And he was like a lieutenant of that second warlord guy, but b- 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 before that, he was like a promising like MMA style like boxer fighter mm-hmm. man. And then he got in an accident of some kind, and the accident caused him to lose his arm. And he got replaced with a robo arm, but then you're disqualified from MMA, MMA fighting at that point because you got like a freaking powerful robot arm, so yeah. doesn't allow you to of like, course do do fights anymore. So he was like his life was ruined. His like he he was crushed because that was all he wanted to do. And he joined this this mercenary squad of this 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 evil bad guy, and who was Doomfist at the time, and the he was working for the evil organization that's called Talon, which exists in the Over, Overwatch universe, 
And Talon realized that, hey, this, this warlord guy is, like, on our payroll, and he's cool at just, like, doing evil stuff. But this other guy actually has, like, ambition and talent. And so they kind of backed him, and he killed the second the second Doomfist and became the third Doomfist, stole his Doomfist arm. And then the Overwatch team fights him because he's obviously a bad guy, and he's attacking Numbani. And it's Genji and Tracer and Winston, and they get the crap beat out of them. Uh, Winston gets punched away, and then Genji and Tracer are fighting him, and then Genji gets punched, and he hits a car, and is all like, like all cyborg shorted out. And then Tracer, Tr- Tracer has like a really dark thing happen to her yeah, in this trailer. Because if you know Tracer, she is essentially she- like constantly phasing in and out of like existence, and it's the coronal accelerator that Winston built for her that kind of keeps her. Yeah, she had like a weird accident, and she's like lost in time basically but because of this you know MacGuffin device that's placed on her chest and back it's keeping her centered in time and that's the reason she's allowed to control it with those blinks and rewinds that Mm -hmm. she can kind of use that box to kind of modify things but without that she's just kind of like flickering through existence and not not in real life anymore and he like rips it off her back Mm -hmm. and then she like kind of like flickers and like is like going like ah and like flickers through like different places and then just like blinks and is gone. And disappears. Jeez. Like, and then Winston freaks out and yeah, he gets real mad and then he punches him and that's how he ends up in jail. That's the that's because Winston does defeat him in mm-hmm. that story. Even though even though the, the the trailer ends with them both punching each other right at the same time, the the backstory is that Winston won that fight and he goes to jail and his Doomfist gets stolen from him and in, in the Numbani map, if you play that map in Overwatch. You're escorting the Doomfist in the cart mm-hmm. from the place to the to the um, the museum where it's going to be put in the museum, and that museum is the museum that it's in in the very 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 original cinematic trailer where Widowmaker and Re- Reaper are fighting Winston and Tracer, and the Doomfist is in the glass case, mm-hmm. and the little kid talks about it, and that's that's what that same thing is from. Anyway, that's the trailer. But yeah, this is a pretty wow. cool trailer. It's uh, you know. Doomfist, as we talked about him a little bit, he looks pretty cool. I like the character design. I think he's a cool addition. So hopefully, uh, this this gonna be a this go this gonna be a fun thing. But we gotta pick a winner here. We gotta pick a winner, guys. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, Ethan? I mean, we all know what it is. We all know what it is. We know what it is. We know what it is. It's Leighton's Mystery Journey, Catriel, and the Millionaire's Conspiracy. Absolutely. It's such, a tra- it's, it's such a trailer. It's the dog alone would have put it over the top, but then just everything else happening yeah. here. Yeah. I think if, if 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 that hadn't been in here, Fortnite probably would have won it, at least for me. But uh, that... Yeah, I'd say it's <laughs> that, probably the most striking, striking trailer besides Leighton, but, I mean, yeah. come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You should go run, don't walk. To click on the link that we provided for you in yes. the, on our website. That website is com, by the way, with one L. And you can check that out uh, anytime, at your leisure, on your phone, on your tablet, on your uh, PC or Mac. Works across the board. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, check out pixelwegends.com with one L, and you can also check out our Twitter and Facebook page. Our Twitter is pixel underscore legends, and if you've been listening to us on this podcast through iTunes, we appreciate it. 
If you want to subscribe, that'd be great. And if you want to give us a review, we'd very much appreciate it. Do we have any new reviews? Have we, ever, have we gotten any reviews? Uh, probably not. We don't. We only don't like five people listen to this podcast. Oh. But <laughs> let's check out our thing. Listen, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah? Listen, man. I don't know. It's too hot. It's too hot. So? It's too hot. I can't take it anymore. Nope, no new, no new reviews. But still, if you have a review that you'd like to give us, we'd very much appreciate this it. This is the enemy bioweapon? <laughs> okay. So now we're just doing Star Wars quotes till the end of the podcast. Ain't your buddy, go away. Hey, Einstein, I'm on your side. Uh, this baby can withstand temperatures of up to 9,000 degrees. Your father helped me like that, too. <laughs> That's all, folks. You're the boost to get through. And we're done. Get these bogeys off my tail. That's not what he, that's not what he says. Fox, Fox, get this guy off me. Shit. <laughs>